Hey guys, heads up. We had a little audio adjustment mid-recording. Um, I hope to do these in person soon just to avoid any of those issues. But um, this week, I'm joined by a close friend of mine who practices in internal medicine, pediatrics, and pediatric critical care. He talks about how he became interested in being a doctor early on from his parents working for Eli Lilly, which is where his love for science began. Combining that with a love of talking to people led to him wanting to become a doctor. Um, he shares with us, you know, the steps of med school, his practices. He goes over um, the recovery that he had to go through after being hit by a car almost two years ago. We talk about his hobbies, interests, such as shoes, movies, sports, food, recommendations on hair and face wash, stupid pranks people try, which lead to injuries. So please give it up for Dr. Elliot. What's up, man? Oh, what's up, Doctor Chen? Stop, 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 stop! You don't, we don't need to do this. Does it sound weird hearing that? Yes, I mean, still four years, like four years in, like not comfortable with it at, at all. Like, <laughs> even my, I tell, I tell my patients, like, please don't call me Doctor Chen. Like, I would rather them call me like Doctor Elliot or just like something else. Like, being called Doctor is super uncomfortable. Mainly just because of your confidence with it at this point? No, I mean, not even that. Like, I think at the beginning it was, like, I didn't know anything. So I was like, no one should be calling me doctor because I'm, like, not even, like, a real doctor. Like, I just, like, don't, I don't know anything. I don't know enough to be a doctor. But even at this point, like, I don't know. I feel like, I think I'm, like, one of those people that doesn't really like that doctor-patient, like, like separation like okay. i want my patients to i want my patients to like like be comfortable with me and i feel like if you're just like oh call me doctor that's like you're like in, you're already like putting them on like you are not at the same level as me and that's not that's not that's not how it should be you know what that's funny you said that because when i was installing wheelchair ramps uh when i first moved to indiana there was they're all for veterans but one of the veterans um he made it very apparent that he used to be a doctor. So, and I understand like there's that, that sense of like, you know, I have this accomplishment in my life. That's a very, you know, um, high level of praise and very respectfully, respectfully. So. Right. But it would, you know, we would always talk to majority of the, the veterans were like elders. So we would always say like, Oh, Hey, Mr. Johnson. He's like, uh, Dr. Johnson. We're like, Oh, okay and you know and i don't know if that was just like a generational thing but yeah it was uh it was just it was interesting so it is kind of funny you said that (laughs) so you've been doing it for four years four years man it seems like i don't even know how four years have passed it seems like just yesterday i was like entering med school 
Okay, so what's that process like? So first off, backtrack. When when did you? And I'm not trying to make this about an interview. Um, but when <laughs> did you? When did you decide that you know this is what I want to do? So I tell this story a lot. Growing up, I wanted to be an ice cream truck driver. I thought that was like, I thought that was the pinnacle of like career. Like, okay. everyone loves you. You drive around, you get to just like drive around and you have like all this ice cream in, in your truck. Right. Um, obviously like six year old, seven year old me has no idea of the concept of don't, don't eat your own product. Like <laughs> I'm just assuming like I can have all the free ice cream that I want and just drive around and give whatever's left over to these people. And like, set, like no, no concept of like, like Bit, like no concept of business you know what i mean like did I you just assume, did you have a favorite ice cream uh strawberry strawberry shortcake bar okay is always my number one and then number two was always like whatever like spongebob or power ranger character with the gumball eyes like that yep. was that yep. was always same um if they could if they could promise me like a red ranger face or like a certain like certain Power Ranger or certain Ninja Turtle, I was all on board. But if they couldn't promise me that, I was like strawberry shortcake bar. Didn't they all kind of taste the same though? Like I had the well, Sonics. Sure yeah, I had like the Sonic, <laughs> the Hedgehogs, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Power Rangers, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they all taste the exact same. I think they're I think they're all supposed to be like lemon lime. Okay, then yeah, like something like I think there's something like super like that anyone will like that pretty much anyone will eat. Yeah. Just in different shapes, like poorly, poorly designed shapes. They were so bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Mine was choco tacos. Uh, if I can get a choco taco, oh. that was the way. Uh, they weren't always there. They weren't always most of the most of the ice creams were always on a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them. So, um, I've actually never had a choco taco. To the horror of Logan. What? I've never had it. I, so I, I, I mean, I'm not a big chocolate fan in general. Um, and then Choco Tacos were always the most expensive ice cream. Like, I remember... Like three like, bucks. Everything else was a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I remember being like, I have, like, at some point I learned, like, I can get two ice cream bars for my $2 or just the one Choco Taco, which I had never had. And so I was just like, I'm just going to have one strawberry shortcake bar <laughs> and one. Lemon lime, <laughs> lemon lime character bar, and Elliot, like six year old Elliot, is perfectly happy with that. Yeah. Okay, so ice cream truck driver somehow led to what? So yeah, somehow <laughs> led. So I don't really know, honestly. My parents are both very like science driven. Um, they both do research. They both worked at Eli Lilly. Uh, my mom still works there. My dad moved out to San Francisco. Hopefully my mom retires and moves out with him as well because them living on like two separate places is just not is not enjoyable for them. Um, so I always liked I was always around science. I knew I really liked science. Like that was those were the classes I gravitated to. Like always the ones that like I was super excited to, to go to. Like loved doing experiments. Just loved everything about science. Um, and then. At some point, like in high school, kind of once I, because I moved around a bunch and so it was hard to kind of settle in and like develop a personality because you're just like moving from one place to the next and you're like having to keep being the new kid in the school. Um, Are you from Indiana? Mm -mm. So I was born in, I was born in Texas. Oh, well, I did not know that. 
Yeah, yeah. So born in Texas, and then we moved to Illinois for a little bit for my dad because he worked at North. He did. He worked at Northwestern for a little bit, okay. and then we moved to Maryland because he worked for NIH, and then we finally moved to Indiana. So I mean, during like like up until we moved to Indiana, I, the longest we had spent in any one place was like four or five years while I was in elementary school. So like, yeah. yeah, you never. I never really had a chance to like settle in and like develop a like. Develop like develop a person like I guess develop a personality, um, but once we like lived in Carmel and I settled in, finally like made it through junior high and got to high school, I realized I was like I just like being like talking to people, like I just liked being an outgoing person and just like getting to know people and talking to people. And I was like I knew I didn't want to be in a lab like my parents. Like the thought of sitting in a lab like using pipettes and doing all these things was like the least enjoyable thing. Like I would rather do anything else. Love my parents, like kudos to them for doing this for so long, but I just could not see myself in a lab. And so I was like, how, what, like, what is the only profession that like marries like my enjoyment of science with like me wanting to talk to people and it was being a doctor. Like I had no, I don't think I had any real interest then at like, Oh, I want to save people or I want to like, treat rare diseases i just wanted to like combine two things that i just really enjoyed and that was science and talking to so i had no i had no grand ambitions <laughs> of like saving saving a bunch of lives or like changing the like revolutionizing medicine i just wanted to that just seemed like the perfect job for me um and then pediatrics um so yeah so technically so um i meant to correct you on this i actually okay. do both so okay my so Medicine is medicine is un, is needlessly complicated, and the training for it is needlessly complicated. Honestly, so after four years of med school, everyone like like during med school, you decide: Do I want to be a surgeon? Do I want to be like an internal medicine doctor? Do I want to be a neurosurgeon? Do I want to be a psychiatrist? And you go through this whole process. It's called the match. It's like the most stressful thing in the world. Basically, <laughs> you like submit all these like you submit your letters of recommendation, you submit your test scores, you submit your med school grades, and then you just like hope that enough programs like offer you an interview and then you interview with them and then you rank those interviews and at the same time those programs are ranking all of their all the people that they interviewed and all that information gets sent to like this random algorithm and then it like spits out where you go so Interesting. like you so you have like some choice so like i'm at lsu shreveport right now for my residency and that was my number one choice and so very thankful, very lucky that I got the condo number one choice. But I like it's just it's you just don't know. You just mm -hmm. don't know. You don't know how people how they think of you. You like you don't know where you are relative to everyone else. So you're just kind of like hoping that they like you as much as you like them. Um, gotcha. So so I ended up doing so my residency is like an internal medicine and pediatric residency. So um, basically, we're doing we're taking two separate residencies and combining them into one. So at the end of all this, hopefully I'm, I'm a board certified internal medicine doctor and a board certified pediatrician, and then also a board certified pediatric critical care physician. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, so, it's, no, it's needlessly complicated. Even though I'm still like comprehending all that, that's still incredibly impressive. Although someone that's with true. a mindset like mine, a lot of things are impressive. So don't take that. Don't, don't take that. It's know, not. Bill. It's not that impressive. No. <laughs> no, that is, man. That's inspiring. That's a lot of work too. So before, okay, but before Louisiana, you went to Detroit. 
Yeah, so I did third. I did third and most of fourth year of medical school in Detroit. So the way most med schools work is like your first two years are all like the clinical sciences, like okay. organic by biochemistry, infectious disease, microbiology, and all that. And then third and fourth year is when you actually get to like be in a hospital, work with other residents, like see actual patients. Um, so yeah, third year I lived in, Logan and I lived in Michigan. Um, and then fourth year I spent some time like in New York and then, but mostly in Michigan. So um, lived, a, lived a lot of places. I think Logan and I were kind of recapping all the places we've, we've like, I've lived in. And I was like, man, it's a lot of places. Yeah, dude, I've only, I've lived in, Two different states, but I mean, Indiana, I've moved one, two, three, well, three times within the same apartment complex. So I'm going to count that as, I'm going to count that as a move. One of them was a fire. Okay. My apartment caught on hey, fire. No, right? that's fair. That's fair. So, so I forcefully had to move and then I uh, moved in with uh, Kelsey. So even me talking about that now is exhausting. And that's within the same city of moving. You, you're moving. How many different states? Four, five states? Let's see. Also, are you hearing me through this microphone? I This is so like brand new to me. I have no idea what I'm doing. Just use it as a prop. Okay. That's, I mean, it's, it's, an, I can, it's an audio medium. I can, it's I can an audio hear medium, you. I guess. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I won't. Uh, I probably won't start doing like video or in-person uh, episodes until I get a better studio set up. Or until my wife becomes rich and buys me a bigger house. So we're we're talking about it now. So, well, I mean, yeah. So that, that's all that's all you need. No, I hear um, you. I hear see. you. Great, you're good. Um, let's see. Born in Texas, moved to Chicago, moved to Maryland, moved to Indiana, um, moved to New Orleans for undergrad. I went to Tulane for undergrad, and then moved back to moved back to Indiana. So I went to Muncie for grad school. Um, Lived in Florida for four months while I did like some like pre like med school like courses. Um, spent two years in St. Martin and then moved to Michigan, spent a little bit of time in New York and now in Louisiana. So like 11 times in my life, I've like moved in some capacity. What place has the best food? Oh, I mean... <laughs> out of all those places so i guess i mean indiana has stepped its game up i think that's the big thing is like when we first moved here it was like a lot of not really like ethnic food i guess like the thai restaurant in downtown carmel was not a thing like downtown carmel wasn't a thing really so i think um but probably just for like everything like probably new orleans is probably the, is probably the best place for food yeah i'm trying to think of like best place that that um like indiana has good food but of other cultures food or other ethnic food i'm trying to think right of like, like so like like louisiana obviously you have creole and you have cajun right yeah so it's like but you know that that's both good southern food right there texas you have what texas barbecue yeah, um, yeah. Um, illinois i would assume deep dish pizza or italian beef sandwiches I love a good deep dish pizza. People, that's a de- that's a divisive comment that I that I tell people, but I love deep dish. I love deep dish pizza. Dude, the first time I had it um, was, I think I was on like a mission trip or something, and I was like passing through Chicago from Pittsburgh, and uh, I forgot the name of the place now. I know the place I go to now for deep dish pizza, but I just remember experiencing it for the first time, and I was like, "You mean there's this much cheese?" 
with, yeah. with this little sauce because I like more cheese than sauce on my pizza. Yeah. Um, at least back then. Now, I guess, no, it's still kind of the same. Definitely more cheese. Um, And then my dad ended up finding online this place called Lou Malnati's, which you could buy like and have pizza shipped to you, like deep dish pizza. Mm -hmm. So like we would do that for like Christmas gifts. And I actually did that for my bachelor party. We did like deep dish pizzas and stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just this for like Friday oh, wow. night when people were showing up. But um, OK, so let's see. So New York, you said that you said Florida. We're in Florida. It's, it's called Mirror Bar. Um, I honestly could not tell you where it is. It's like <laughs> kind of a suburban kind of place. I literally have no idea. It was like four months. I just had to like pass this course because I got like conditional acceptance to med school. It like so the condition was I had to pass this course. And as long as I passed, like I got entry into med school. So I really didn't do much except study. So I didn't like didn't really go out all that much or like explore yeah. the city all that much. It, it must have been close to it must have been like within an hour of Miami because I know some of my like classmates like went to like Miami Heat games. So it must have been close to Miami. Okay. So then okay, so then Shreveport, which I actually never heard of until you and Logan moved there. <laughs> and then what's funny is after I think like a couple years or like a year after you guys moved there, Tom Segura was touring through Shreveport. And I was like, Oh, okay. Must be a decent destination. I mean it's not it's not it's not it's not terrible. It's yeah. it's it is what it is. Okay. And so your residency there has to last. Does it have to last a certain amount of years? Yeah. So every residency is different. So mine is four years. Just cat just medicine or just pediatrics is three years. Neurosurgery is like seven years. General surgery is five years. And that doesn't even include like if you want to like even specialize within that. Like, so I'm doing four. I did a four year residency and then I'm about to go do a three year fellowship to like take care of really sick kids. So like it just and depends. that's and that's in Virginia, yes. Okay, wow, yeah. it's such a journey. I'm really hoping like well, there's only like one or two more moves left in the in my life because moving is exhausting. I hate like we're in the process of moving right now. A we're like we're like not like I'm just really bad at it. like I have no <laughs> desire to like pack things into boxes. So I just like we probably should have started packing like a month ago but we didn't but we did mostly because of me dude honestly what sucks about it is or at least like my times of moving or i don't know if you can relate it's like you will get the initial all right this box is going to be dishware that's a pretty simple thing to pack because it's that's a basic category it's kind of easy mm -hmm. to organize whatever and then you know um glassware all your kitchen and stuff is pretty easy you know your movies video games all that whatever close but then it starts to get to a point where you're like all right we have four days left so we have to get out and you don't even care you just start throwing random shit in a box and typically yeah. that stuff stays in that box for quite a while <laughs> you'll have like toothbrushes and pens or like coat hangers and just a bunch of random this or that shoes are typically easy because mm -hmm. you can leave them if, if i know you're a sneakerhead, so like if you buy your shoes and you keep them in a box that's like the easiest thing to repack yeah, no, that's 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 that was like the first thing I packed was I had to just make a decision about what sneakers I wanted to ship and what sneakers I was going to keep keep with me. Oh, you guys are shipping stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
because we're going to come back to Indiana first. So we didn't want to like, right. drive a U-Haul from here to Indiana and then Indiana to Richmond. So we're just getting some ship straight to Richmond. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, and you guys are in Indiana for a couple weeks. Like, like maybe like a, maybe a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Logan will be there longer, but I start work the eighth of July. It's a couple days after my birthday. Just saying. Will you be in down for your birthday? Well, I'll be in. Uh, um, I'll be in Indiana for my birthday. Yeah, on the sixth. I think we should we should still be here or be there. Okay, I think what we need to do, um, is I think we need to go to Fat Dan's. Yeah, I've never been. No, every time, (laughs) every time you like put it on Snapchat or put it on Instagram, I'm like, "Fuck, I really want to try this place because it looks so good every single time." Yeah, I um, well, I wanted to talk to some food spots about about that with you too. Um, so we could we should go to Fat Dan's when you're in town. Okay, Um, done. It's pretty. I mean. Dude, it's like Chicago smoked meats, so you got smoked wings, hand-cut French fries, Italian beef sandwiches. I haven't had their um, like their ribs or anything. I, I kind of stick to some of the basics, but uh, it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard to trust like ribs in the Midwest, honestly. Like, yeah, I think now that I've like experienced like Southern food, it's very hard for me to like want to get like. What is that barbecue place in Carmel? Shoot. Oh, probably like City Barbecue or some chain. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I used to think like City Barbecue was like the best barbecue that I've ever had. And then like having legitimate like Texas barbecue because like where Logan works, there's this like a, a couple places that are like in East Texas. They'll drive over and do like a pop-up at Logan's work on the weekends. Oh, hell yeah. And so like they'll have like legitimate like freshly smoked brisket or like brisket that's been smoking for the last like 18 hours that they're like freshly cutting and you can just like i don't think i'll ever be able to go back to like city barbecue after that yeah i don't i try not to like stick to too many chain restaurants um also i don't really know what classifies as a chain because fat dance has three locations but they're all indiana so i don't think oh yeah like chain's got to be at least like region wide i would assume like multiple states at least at least multiple states, I agree. I don't think, I think if they're just like, because like Patichu, I wouldn't consider a chain, but Patichu, like Patichu has multiple restaurants. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't see that as a chain. Man, I have yet to have Texas barbecue. Though. Actually, I've never been to Texas. It's good, man. The, the The traffic is terrible, but the food is worth it. Um, I know, let's see, uh, my brother's best friend, he lives in Austin. Um, and he was talking to me this past weekend, actually, when we were in Minnesota, he was up in town and, uh, he was just naming some barbecue places off. And like, I feel like I'd be so excited to try some that I wouldn't be able to rank like my first trip Mm -hmm. there. I couldn't say like, oh, dude, Franklin's barbecue is better than Tony Black's or something like that. Right. Um, but I would first off, I wouldn't mind doing that challenge. Hit up all the barbecue places and rank them. Sure. I'll do that right now. I don't even care. Um, honestly, like the only good barbecue I want to say I've had in Indy is um, and I don't want to knock it anyway. Actually, no, I'm gonna be honest and truthful on this podcast. 
Uh, Half Leaders Barbecue is pretty decent. Um, Where is that? It's actually right near our house. So it's um, it's off the Monon and like 49th area. So oh, okay. down, so like kind of like near college. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like they they have like these uh brisket tacos. They're, they're pretty juicy. They're pretty good. Um, but yeah, I would say for sure come like when you guys are in, you guys are in for at least a week. Because we yeah, yeah. Go- so we should we should be getting in next Wednesday, and then we probably won't leave until. Like we'll we'll be here we'll be here at least through like July fourth. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, I would say. Um, see, Kelsey's in Ohio right now. She'll be back before then, and then we're not going anywhere until we got Colorado second week of July. Um, her family's got a cabin out there. Okay, here this is a, this is a fun story. So mm-hmm. when I met her, um, and she's going to be on the podcast soon, so I'll probably put a post out for like. <laughs> whatever questions people want. When I met her, she uh, mentioned that her family has like land in Colorado. And I had a Dwight Schrute moment. And I remember talking mm-hmm. to um, uh, my friend, Eric, actually at Flix. I was like, dude, she's super cool. Like her family has land in Colorado. And I was like, I sound like I'm after her as a farmer. <laughs> yes. So, she, so her family's got uh, land and a cabin out there that we're fixing up. Um Nice. And it'll be like a week. It's like south of Denver, but any anywhere I've been except downtown Denver is is pretty in Colorado. You know what I mean? Okay. Anywhere on the outskirts yeah, yeah. where it's just like you can like see the mountains more and in the wilderness. See act see actual nature. Yeah, see see actual Colorado. <laughs> um, but that's exciting, man. So okay, so you'll be here and then you don't have a time. Oh, you said Three years in in Virginia. Three, three years in Virginia. Okay, and then you, you don't know kind of what's after that. I mean, I think ideally we we come back to we come back to Indiana, we come back to Carmel. Um, but I mean, Richmond is a is a very nice area as well. So I guess we'll see in two ish years. Um, it's really what Logan. It's really what Logan wants. As is, we, it as because, you know. is it because there's a Costco out there? Oh, so like the, the the minute we the minute I matched and like had a spot, we like started looking up like do they have a Costco? Do they have a Trader Joe's? Do they have like just like all the things we don't have? Like we have a Sam's Club, and like grateful that we have some sort of like box like like Costco Sam's Club kind of store here in general. But like it's not Costco. Like Costco will always be higher in our opinion than Sam's book. Dude, we went yesterday. We were at Costco yesterday. Um we had to get <laughs> so I for um our engagement gift or I think that's what my mom just wanted to call it. Um she bought us a chest freezer which I've always wanted one. And mm. um like we were I think we went to like Menard we went to Lowe's and Menards and I was like, oh they're only like not only but they're like like 300 bucks or something like that, but a yeah, pretty yeah. good size. Right. You could stock that up. And, uh, we go to Costco like a couple days after that. And I was like, Oh, it's going to be great. So we just stocked that up. So yesterday we went and honestly, like, cause I cook, I cook pretty much 98% of my meals. 
Um, like we don't really go out too often, so I'm always like cooking our dinners and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, well, their meat is kind of like my favorite as far as like quality and, and especially price. Socked up the freezer yesterday. Now I can actually like start doing some things on the smoker. I haven't really done anything on the smoker this year. So, yeah. When did you get a smoker? I got a I got a smoker um probably a little over two years ago from like Lowe's took advantage of their Memorial Day sale or Labor Day sale or Veterans mm-hmm. Day sale. They have some awesome sales, so I just got like a pit boss. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you? I think I've seen you use it, but you you usually use it to like grill, right? Like you're not. Have you like really used it as like a smoker? No, I've used so you can use it as a grill. Like it has a um uh kind of like a slide, like a sheet that you can like push open and like the flames will come through. So mm-hmm. but you can get like a little char. But um yeah. I've mainly the what I'll use it for the most, and I should make some for when you come up. Um I just do jerky. So there's like oh, a couple okay. different like jerky seasonings I'll do. Um and uh, I do that the most. I've done like salmon on there. It's pretty good on like a cedar plank or whatever. Pretty bougie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done um, uh, jerk chicken, like chicken thighs on there. Mm-hmm. It's just really what, what it is, dude, is like it's just slow cooking. It. It's like a convection oven with like a little bit of smoke. Right. Um, I like it. It's it's some it's it's a step up. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of like a flex. You know, <laughs> like it's one of those things where you can like post a boomerang video on Instagram with like the smoke coming out. You're like smoking mm-hmm. today or something like that. So, no, I like it. But yeah, now that I got stuff from Costco, I could probably throw some things on the smoker and then I'll make some jerky for when you guys come up. Yeah, we're excited, man. For sure. Um, so I, th- I think we should probably get to the heart of what all your listeners are, are hoping for. And we dissect Logan's episode <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i think that's what i think that's what we need to do because obviously that's the only reason people to are going to watch this episode is to see what i have to say about logan's episode no honestly that might be part of it but i i um i kind of butter up the bio enough so people are like oh i don't know who elliot is but this sounds great so yeah, yeah. that's that that's good that's really what's going to sell it but for sure let's talk about how that episode went um first off she shows up i say show up like it was in person and we had a plan, okay? We had a, a thought-out plan, which really wasn't that thought-out. I said, hey, when we start recording, let's open our beers together at the same time yeah. over the microphone. And she was already drink- She already had a beer open when I started. So right off the bat, <laughs> right off the bat, there, that, that was... plan out the door. That plan was out the door. Um, and then the beer she chooses was like a room-temperature Christmas ale. We recorded... Um, oh my gosh, when did we record? We recorded in April. So I don't know how old that beer was, but it probably wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> my favorite part, though, honestly, was the voiceover for the Duke Cannon soap. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. But she's got, well, she's got like a voice. Is she doing voiceovers? She said she was. I think she, I think she's, she's trying to. She like had it. She had a, a meeting with a guy like Logan will hear this and probably get mad that I got all the details wrong about it. But she's like, she's like trying to do some voiceover. I think she has a good, I think she has a voice for voiceover. Like, yeah. 
she she can put a lot of like different emotions in her voice that not, I don't think everyone can do. Like, no, um, and it, and it, I noticed when she was reading a beer description, and uh, I'm like a I'm a soapaholic. I just made that up right now. Should patent it. But for years, I've been using Doctor Squatch soap. They have like the cool, like manly, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you're not. I don't know how you haven't gotten the sponsor of the podcast. Well, look at me. That's how. And <laughs> I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't have a lumberjack beard or or anything like that. I have, I have a Carhartt vest. That's probably like the only masculine thing I really own. Um, but. But their ads are the funniest. And then my brother uses Duke Cannon soap, which has the most outrageous, extreme descriptions of soap. So um, I had to read that. And I was like, I think I don't remember if I put the microphone on mute, but it was hilarious. And then um, I think, well, every time she comes back on, I'm going to have her at least open with a soap description reading. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll just have that absolutely. be one of her recurring things. So I, mean, I like how I like how you were the first person to mention my name. It wasn't Logan. It was <laughs> my 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 partner and I. <laughs> and I remember sitting in the car with her. Like two or three times. <laughs> I remember sitting in the car with her and I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like you, you can't even say like why are you not saying my name? Why are you saying my partner? Yeah. I was like, yeah, my partner and I partner this. I'm like, do people not know that you guys have they know who Elliot is, right? Like you guys have been together for a little bit. Like, <laughs> honestly, my favorite part was y'all not knowing how many ounces are in a gallon, but both of you being very confident <laughs> in the number that in the number that y'all chose. Like, there was no hesitation. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I think it's this. Like, both of you were just like, "Yep, it's this number. That's it." No, like, I disagree. No discussion. I disagreed with her. Because I said no, but I'm saying I'm saying like both of you like in, like yes, like you had that you had your discussion, but like individually, both of you are like it's this number, like it's this many ounces, like so confident, loved, like just so, it was like the funniest thing that both of you were just so confidently wrong about how many ounces were. Here's, a gallon. here's the truth: we were reading cask uh, ales, and I was like, oh, that's like half a gallon. She's like, mm, well, a little more than that. <laughs> Get your milk jug, and like I had to stop and think. I'm like, I think she's. She wrong or right? And I was just spacing out. And then I remember looking it up when I was when I was editing, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm totally leaving this shit in because she was so <laughs> confident." She's like, eh, oh. "Take look, look at your milk gallon, sixty four <laughs> ounces." I'm like, "Uh, okay." Yeah, that was her. She was like, "Uh, no," and I was like, "Logan, you're wrong." I mean, oh, but in the moment for for her to be like. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Re maybe you, as the host, should rethink what you, re you rethink your answer. Yeah, I, I'm starting. Hey, I'm new to this. Okay, it was. It was. It was hilarious. That was. That was a good one too. There's a lot of like funny things with that. We talked. Uh, we finally. Well, your name finally came up, and then uh, we talked. About, we talked a lot about flicks, and I think I even said. Yeah, I Back back in the day when we were talking about uh, what does everyone miss from Flicks, your answer without hesitation, the free food. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, dude. You're not not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. Um. Oh yeah, I miss Flicks, man. Flicks was cool. That's because I met you at the brewery festival. 
I actually, so truth be told, I, I, so that day I had just, I had done like a 24 hour shift on OBGYN and I didn't get any sleep. And then I drove straight back to like, I drove straight back to like Indy for the beer fest. And so I was like dead tired. Where'd you drive from? So from Michigan. Oh, geez. From like Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I drove from Detroit to Indy and I was just like wiped out. So like until you guys talked about it, I had totally forgotten that that's like the first time we had actually met. Well, it's funny because like I'm picturing now if I, cause I've done, I just got back from Minnesota. So I've done plenty of long drives. And like when I first get Mm -hmm. back, like you're staring at a road for a while, you're like listening to music or, or, you know, the project showtime podcast or something, some trending thing. And as soon as you get to your destination, like you're a little like kind of like tired, exhausted, or like zoned out. So then to do a three hour drive after studying and going into a beer festival where there was at least a thousand plus people. And then you see yeah. me in a Darth Vader costume, very, very hydrated, taking pictures with tons of random people because I had a Darth Vader costume on. Yeah. I could see, I could see where you're a little like, like off, I guess you could say. And that was my first beer fest. Like I'd never been to anything like that before. So I was just like trying to take all of this in. I was like, like, that was my introduction to that. The world of beer was more than just like domestic versus like import beer. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea that beer was anything more than like the major companies like Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch and all that stuff. So to go to like, to go to a festival where literally it's like microbreweries and all these like smaller breweries, like putting out like very good beer. Um, that was my first, like my first, like head first jump into like the world of beer. And then getting to meet you was just, was the, was the cherry on top. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, but to be <laughs> honest, no, no, I thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, to be honest, it was my first festival as well. Uh, ever so you know i had the in from working at flicks and Mm -hmm. i didn't do any brewery work at that time i was just a bartender but um i want to say like chris and josh because i bartended during the day they saw me quite a bit and probably just saw that i was kind of like a goofy character or or whatever and um corporate was like hey do you want to dress up for like a little marketing thing and i was like sure that's that's Mm -hmm. not heck yeah i'll do it that's awesome Um, yeah yeah but it it was my it was uh, yeah it was my first festival quite the quite the introduction to that that side of beer, um, and I could see what you mean where like when I was there, I had no idea about any thing. I had enough like I knew certain beer styles, but like right. but like you're telling me that this was in a barrel doing this I'm like oh weird like just just seeing how different that side of the world is. It's, it was it was a lot to take in. It's like sensory overload for sure, especially that festival, man. That one just gets so out of hand. There's so many people. Oh, yeah. And so many people. It lasts. They used to do an early bird um, entry, and I think they stopped that a couple of years ago. But um, it just becomes like, dude, so many people. And then working them is a different story too. like 
working them at, at, at first is kind of fun because you're seeing like some of your colleagues from, you know, breweries mm-hmm. in Northern Indiana or, or like all over the place. And, um, like, Oh dude, it's good to see you again. And you can kind of just sample beer behind the table with them and kind of like, you know, connect and network and whatnot. Um, but then it gets to a point where you actually start pouring for guests and, the first hour is pretty cool. Honestly, there's a lot of uh, cool people that show up. Sometimes you'll recognize some people and they actually want to know about the product. And then there's that other side where they just want to go and get drunk because they spent right. such and such amount of money. And, you know, a lot of the questions were like, what's the strongest beer? Like, what about this? What about that? I'm like, gosh, oh, yeah, yeah. like, like, here we go. Um, but that's that's just what you sign up for. That's just festivals. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, I, oh, what I do remember about our friendship is after that, like, you know how, like, sometimes when you're, like, friends with, like, you become friends with people, there's, like, that weird awkward phase where it's, like, oh, like, hey, and you, like, don't really know what to talk about. You're just, like, you're just, like, hoping that someone else becomes, like, the buffer and, like, raises those, like, like, <laughs> introduces topics. Yeah. I never felt like that, like, I never felt like we had that issue. You know what I mean? Like, I think from, like, from that moment, you and I were just, like, very much, like, we're very... I think we like saw like similarity enough similarities in each other that it was like very easy for us to like become friends. Yeah, and I don't know honestly. I felt that too, but looking back, I don't know what it was. If it was like one time you came in and you were watching the basketball game or something, and I was bartending and you were just crushing wings or something like that, and I was just hanging well, out and and we were talking. That, so that sounds like something I would do. That's that's probably what it was, jerk chicken. <laughs> um, and oh. then. And then, yeah, like Logan would come up. So then like we would talk from there. Um, and then I just remember seeing you. M- not not every shift I-, I would bartend. I started to transition into the brewery. But then when I would bartend like evenings and stuff. Well, I, by the time I was in the brewery, I think we were already like better friends at that point. But yeah, I just yeah. remember. I, I, that... Oh, I was going to say, I just remember you coming in and we would like connect and just talk about sports or or shoes or how long your hair is all the freaking time like honestly i think dude i so my hair wait hang on yeah your hair's longer than mine that's what's so freaking <laughs> stupid man okay so i remember when there was a time i was growing my hair out and your hair was obviously long at that point you cut it down a couple years yeah, ago yeah and because i remember seeing some some promo marketing video of you um at um probably at the hospital you're at we were just like leaning back and like pointing at like a projector screen i'm like oh he's got short hair again Uh, and and logan said something like well let's see whose hair gets longer first and your hair is probably twice the length of mine (laughs) i've grew mine out so my i um i want to say right before i had a wedding in may i took off like two inches otherwise i do like a trim every once in a while yeah 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 so that was another thing that we probably connected on was the fact that your hair is just so everly luscious and growing fast. I take no credit for it. It's literally whatever hair products Logan said, like puts it in my hand. Like she'll be like, use this shampoo or use this conditioner. And like, I would just be like, okay, like I trust you enough to like keep my hair. And so like, I take literally no credit because I think if I, were left to my own devices, it would be head and shoulder shampoo and whatever dollar conditioner I got. Like I used to get from CVS when I was in high school, like, like, like the, like the dollar, like coconut conditioner. Oh, like if left yeah. to my own devices, that's what I would, that's what I would do to my hair. 
Um, but thankfully, Logan is like, absolutely not. You will use like actual shampoos and actual conditioners to like keep your hair healthy. So I take no credit for it. Um, I remember one time I was bartending. And she's like, what, what do you have in your hair right now? And I'm like, oh, I have some coconut oil in there. Like, I th- looking back, I definitely had like more than I should have, but like it kept my hair like a little like moisturizer and curly. And this is when my hair right. was shorter. And she's like, oh, I don't think we should be doing that. I was like, no, it's it's fine. It's coconut oil. Like it's good for you. She's like, mm, uh, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> like like I said, looking back, uh, I don't know why I did that. But now, I mean, first off, Logan has like the long huge volume curling hair as mm-hmm. well so i would yeah. i could see why you would take suggestions or recommendations and um kelsey would always give me recommendations but i was so i don't know if i was like insecure or like defensive but and she has great hair too but i would kind of ignore them and say mm, no like i'll do this and i'll like i've read on this <laughs> product or or i'll ask people at my salon or you know, um, I use cold water to rinse up my conditioner because I heard it was good and it actually feels way better. But um, there was a couple times where I did listen to Kelsey and it has been beneficial. But um, other times, like she's admitted, she's like, I don't know, like how curly hair, you know, how you're because everyone's hair is different. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you have luscious hair. Oh, Logan has no issues. Like, I don't have straight hair, but I'm going to tell you how to take care of your hair. <laughs> She's like, I don't give, I don't give an F if I don't have your hair. Like, I'm going to tell you how to take care of it. you. Ninety nine percent of the time, it turns out. So I, I mean, I you got to love how direct she is with that, though. It's like, mm, no. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. She'll be like, wash your face. I'm like, no, I don't want to. She's like, you wash your face right now. And inevitably, like, she's always right. Like. I feel better after I wash my face. I feel better after my hair feels better after I use whatever products. Like she's inevitably right. I just have a child and like to get pushback for no reason. See, I'm kind of the same way. So uh, Kelsey has her skincare routine, and it's so funny because there's times like we'll take pictures together. I'm like, you look like your skin looks so much better. And I'm like, oh, I should probably start doing things. And like I'll put like <laughs> I'll like rinse my face. I'll like dry it and put like moisturizer on every once in a while. Or like, I do have like a skincare routine. I just don't stick to it as often because honestly, like I just want to brush my teeth, take my contacts out and go lay down. Like, yeah, no, that's, you know, but the times when I have washed my face and like put the exfoliating on and (laughs) the moisturizer and I'm laying down, I sleep so good. So everyone listen, everyone (laughs) wash your hair with good products use a good skincare routine um and your sleep will become incredible if you need advice find at logan mason look i, I don't i don't remember or at loganberry 1390 on instagram and i think it's i think it's loganberry some, yeah i think it's loganberry 1390 find her and ask for some skincare tips <laughs> she's gonna be like why would you do this to me why would you just put my instagram back out there for everyone to dm me it's on Spotify. Like I have, so when I do the bios on Spotify, I put everyone's handle on there. Oh, do you? And I pretty much tell, I tell a lot of my guests like, Hey, episode comes out tomorrow. Be, be ready for that blue check mark is what is kind of what I say. Oh yeah. Oh, the free blue check mark or the $10 blue check mark. Oh yeah. That's right. They changed it. What is uh, that thing? Like, do you pay that just so people can't like hack you or something? 
I don't know, man. I I'm in a I'm in a phase of my life where I'm just like I don't care. Like <laughs> Twitter Twitter is like maybe controversial, but Twitter is just a terrible like a terrible place. Like it's just it doesn't it, like my Twitter. Literally, I follow like I think the first person I ever followed was Chad Ochocinco. Same. I remember that dude. Being no the joke. First, first person on Twitter I ever followed was Chad Ochocinco. Yep. Same person. Me too. And so I just wanted my Twitter to be like celebrity tweets and like random, like just goofy nonsense. Now it's like political stuff and I don't care. I don't care. Like I don't care enough about it. Like I don't want to see it on Twitter. Yeah. Like that's not what I have Twitter for. I have Twitter for like now it's more like some medicine stuff, like clinical trials and research stuff. But again, it's also like celebrity tweets and stuff like that. Like that's what I'm here for Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter for like the latest like right wing conspiracy. Like, I don't care. It gets like pretty dark too because like I'll randomly just scroll and it'll be um like some videos are just like, oh I don't think that should be on the internet. Um but no, I agree. Also but like also uh, on the flip side, I I love Tom Segura and I laugh yeah, yeah. at a lot of things he laughs when it's like videos of people getting hurt i don't laugh at someone getting hurt i laugh at the noises they make after or like their reaction <laughs> you know what i mean so like so there is yeah, that yeah, side yeah. like i don't i don't like seeing people get hurt or um unless they're doing something like super freaking stupid but um then it's just like well that's what you get but there's so there's also things like i'll just scroll on twitter and like i've gotten to i don't know why i'm into this but i'll like read comments because i want to see if other people have the same mindset i do and then I'll mm-hmm. randomly come across a comment of like a bot of like something super inappropriate. I'm like, okay, why is this on Twitter? Like this means this has nothing to do here. Right. Or if I'm trying to follow something live or sports, like sports are like kind of like cool to like, oh crap, like yeah, we're yeah. witnessing, witnessing greatness or something. And it'll be, you know, like, like in the moment, like in the moment highlights that'll like pop up on Twitter. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Twitter is just not, I'm not, I'm not like, it's just not what it was like, well, I think when it first, when it first started. Yeah, it's different. I mean, right now I'll, I'll tweet about, I tweet a lot about if I'm watching sports or if I'm watching like a UFC or boxing fight. Um, cause I feel like I have a decent knowledge of that. So like, I just like throwing it out there and if people react cool, if not, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's more, so, it's the least. It's probably the least. It is the least used uh, social media platform by me. It'll be like Instagram, oh, yeah. then Facebook, and then Twitter. See, the Gen Zs and your Gen Z audience would be like, "We are old because we don't go on TikTok." Now, I will. Or do you? <laughs> I'll come across some TikToks that are hilarious. First off, a lot of my algorithm on TikTok is cooking, and I have oh, okay. Yeah, I have yeah, like yeah. well over a hundred TikToks saved of, of different recipes. Um, in fact, I get most of my recipes from TikTok or the Tasty app. You know, like those Tasty videos mm-hmm. with the camera overhead. Their app yeah, yeah. is without it up my favorite app. Um, non-social media app, I guess is my it's my favorite non-social media app because um, it has all of those recipes, all the videos. Um, it's it's I tell a bunch of people to go on there because that's where I get a lot of my cooking inspiration from and. And whatnot, but I'll I'll fall victim of TikToks every once in a while. Uh, I have like 
have a couple of close friends of mine who will, will just set each other stupid TikToks. And sometimes it's oh, a yeah. lot. And sometimes it's like, dude, I've been sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes, like just scrolling. Oh, so <laughs> I mean, Logan's Logan's the same way on Instagram. So Logan and I have fairly different schedules. Like I'm always, I always have to be up super early. So like I'm trying to get to bed by like 10 or 11. Logan's schedule is a little bit more variable. So I'm just going to go to bed. So like one o'clock, two o'clock, but we'll still like stay in bed with me. Like while I'm like passed out sleeping. And so when I wake up in the morning, I will have like 20 some Instagram reels that she will have sent me. And then in the middle of that period, she's like, did you see all the Instagram reels? <laughs> Are you, have you, and if I like comment on some of them, like I reply to some of them, but not all of them. She's like, why didn't you reply to the other 17? Why did you only reply to three of them? Oh, you liked it, but did you like it? Like, did you double tap it on? I didn't see you double tap this one. Like, but yeah, she's like, like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, saw mm-hmm. it, but did you see it? And I'm like, oh my god, I have like I have a job, I have work that I need to do. That's the thing too. Like, if 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 so many are sent, it's like it's hard for me to appreciate all of them. Um, like I'll appreciate them. Like these are all they're all funny, but like I'll like, right. scroll and then I'll scroll. And then it's like, oh shit, okay. Um, and then it is that that thing where, like, if I don't like this one, but I like these other seven, is it a problem? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and then it doesn't include the like ten more that she'll send me during the day, like after she wakes up. There's another ten more that I have to, like that'll get sent that I then have to catch up on then before the next like fifteen come. Hey man, it's TikTok. <laughs> It's Instagram Reels and TikTok, man. That's just, that's just is what it is. <laughs> um, so I was gonna ask you. It's been almost yeah. two years since you had um, um, kind of changing the tone since you had a pretty. Oh, okay. We're gonna pretty, go. We're gonna go a little dark now. Pretty <laughs> well. We went from TikTok, which is already dark. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's been almost well, like two years since you had the accident. Two years. Yeah, yeah 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 talk to me about that yeah so for everyone who doesn't know which is probably a lot of y'all um <laughs> october 8th at like 6 50 a.m of 2021 um i was walking into work so where where the residents like all the physicians kind of park is across is across the street from the emergency room um and then you have to cross the street there's like a crosswalk and a crosslight you walk the street and then you walk into the hospital um on october 8th I remember getting to the crosswalk and then I woke up in the trauma bay of the hospital that I work at. Um, had no idea what happened. Literally remember I, so as like I've gotten further away from it, I do remember like little bits and pieces. So I remember like briefly waking up what I think was in the ambulance and like someone talking to me and then me just like going back, like losing consciousness or, or whatever. Um, the like, distinct memory I have is like my scrub like my scrubs getting cut off of me. Okay. Which I was a little sad about because I had like I had like an LSU thermal on like underneath it and it was like oh. one of my favorite shirts and they had, they had to cut that out. So um and then I remember I remember getting to the like like my patient room and the E D resident was like, hey, do you like was offering me morphine? And like for like he's like 
you know, do you need some pain medicine? Like we have morphine. And I was like, oh no, 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 I just need Tylenol. Like I remember this thing. I remember saying that. And he was like, are you sure? Like you can have morphine. And I was like, no, 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 no. I just need Tylenol. And in my, so in my head. Did you know what had happened at that point? No. So okay. I had no idea. What I thought had happened was that I had tripped and fallen and hit my head. Like I was more embarrassed. I thought that all I had happened was I had tripped and fallen. Okay. And so then my really good friend, Nick, he like was like, so I guess when, when the accident happened and I got transported to the emergency room, obviously everyone who found out like texted Logan, tried to call, like call Logan and was like, Hey, like, you know, Elliot's been in, Elliot's been in an accident or whatever. Um, so one of our good friends, like Nick, um, who was one of my, who was my, one of my co-residents and he just graduated last year. Um, he had to be like, Hey man, you got hit by a car. Like take the morphine. Like it's fine. <laughs> like you, like you're, this oh. isn't just like, uh, this isn't just like a bump on the head. Like you got hit by a car. Like you could take the morphine. Um, and I remember there was like only really one like scary moment. So like the way, so the way I got hit. So I was walking, and so I got hit completely on my right side. Um, and so I don't really know. I actually have no idea. Maybe I got hit my left side. I really don't know. Um, but I ended up with like a like a left like a left facial fracture, um, and I couldn't like move my eye like my left or my right eye well i couldn't move my eye like all the way and so they were worried that like the fracture had caused like the eye muscle to be like trapped right and so like that's like an emergency that's, that's like an emergency surgery that's like you're going to the or like now so like they had to do a bunch of imaging so i like was so like exhausted at this point like i remember going from like ct scan to ct scan to like the mri machine um and just getting all these scans done. Thankfully, like there was nothing wrong. It was just like it was just the swelling of my face that wasn't letting my eye move all the way. Um, and so then I spent. I also had two like brain bleeds, so I had some. I had some some bleeding bleeding in the brain. So they had to put me in the ICU for two days just to make sure I didn't have like a seizure or like get worse. Um, and then after like two days in the ICU, like I was pretty much like I was okay, like couldn't really eat anything except applesauce and just really slept the whole time. And then I got surgery like six days later on my face. So I have, I now have titanium. That's, and you're smiling about that. That's so crazy. So the crazy thing is I like remember initially <laughs> after the surgery, the doctor like being like saying a metal, but all I heard was the last part of it. So all I heard was the inium part of the metal. And so my brain filled in that I had platinum in my face. Oh, I thought you were gonna think like uranium or something. Platinum sounds good. No, no, no. So, <laughs> so I, so I, like, I'm like filter. My my brain has just like filled in the blank and is like, you have platinum in your face now. And so like while I'm like kind of loopy off like the medicine, like coming out of the surgery and like all the like the pain medicine, I apparently told like I said in front of like health professionals to Logan, please don't kill me. For the metal in my face. And she was like, stop talking. <laughs> See, okay. She's like, please stop talking. <laughs> See, Kelsey tells me to stop talking, but it's something not as serious as that. I'll just say something where I think I'm smart and she'll just look at me and be like, <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> she was like, she was like, and then like, I also like joked that Logan like planned this whole thing. Like, mm -hmm. and the, she was like, stop. 
people might actually think this is true to just stop like stop talking uh, this was me just like high off of like pain medicine and nausea medicine and like, yeah. seizure medicine jeez man so yeah um, so i took after that i took five weeks off of work um and i did this and i did the thing that i think everyone does like you just want to get back to work yeah you know what i mean like i had like for me it was i had worked so hard to get to this point and i'm literally like walking i just i had worked so hard to get to this point like i don't want to stop working and i just needed my routine back like i wasn't used to like being at home all day and just like sitting on the couch or like laying in bed like trying to sleep like i wanted to go back to work solely because i could just like have a routine again like i wake up i go to work i come back like that's the routine like i didn't know what to do with myself when when i was just like home yeah but you know but eventually i went back to work but that it wasn't like i mean it was rough I'm not gonna. I'm like. I'm not gonna lie. Like, obviously, like the accident itself was rough, but like, no one really prepares you for what's gonna happen after you like leave the hospital. Like, from a, like a emotional and mental standpoint. Like, I had I had nightmares that I died. Yeah. Like, I had nightmares where I could like see myself like in the ICU, like dead. Um, like I couldn't cross, like I couldn't cross parking lots for for a good bit. Like I had to have Logan like take my hand and like be with me while, while we're crossing the parking lot because i walk i walk depending on the day like logan and i don't always like we normally don't walk the same speed like either one of us is faster or one of us is slower but like i had to have her walk like the first time i tried to walk across the parking lot by myself like this like large black this like black truck like whatever ford like ram 150 i don't ford f-150 or whatever was like coming towards me not at any like significant speed like in a parking like in a busy parking lot speed but like I panicked. Yeah. Like I remember just like frozen in the middle of the parking lot. And Logan had to be like, like I didn't know what was happening until like Logan like pulled like pulled me towards the sidewalk. So like it was just it was just stuff that you like I wasn't prepared to have to like deal with. Yeah, I mean, I, and how do you prepare to deal with something like that? You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I just yeah, that's that's my first time hearing the whole you know, everything that happened. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I remember when, when I saw the post on uh, social media of what happened and, uh, then, uh, I remember, I don't think I, I remember seeing you at the garage, but we didn't talk about it too much. That's actually when you showed me, <laughs> you showed me your, uh, like 3d skull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like I just saw something similar of a boxer who broke his orbital bone. So I totally get what this mm-hmm. is. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I never heard, I didn't hear the whole thing. And then I remember at one point Logan said I to us maybe a year ago that, um, it there's, you know, it's still difficult for you to kind of like walk, walk across the street or something. I mean, it makes sense in a way. Like I, it, it does make sense. I mean, I can't imagine what would happen. Um, just the trauma of something like that and just trying to walk that same because you were so luckily you were already at the hospital yeah yeah so i mean luckily like everything you know like that i luckily like the hospital paid for it because we called it workers workman's comp because i was like sort of on hospital property i guess like i was kind of like the street i think is technically city property but like my faculty were able to spin it as like 
oh, well, like, he's coming into work. He was, like, chart reviewing, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, we were able to get the hospital to pay for everything. So, like, didn't have to worry about it from that point, which was, which was nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's crazy. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're good. That's, um, that's just scary. That is scary for yeah. sure. I mean, honestly, like after that, I could not be a bigger proponent of therapy. Like, I think, you know, I think I was one of those, like, I think I'm like every other, probably every other guy where it's just like, oh, I don't need therapy. I don't need to like talk about, I don't need to talk about my feelings because it's like, whatever, like you don't need, you don't need feelings to like, you don't need to like have a good handle on your feelings to like function as an adult or whatever. Um, But like it got, it got, it got to like a point where it was just, it was just unbearable. And I think, you know, because I had to use like I had to use like all of my vacation and all of my sick days to like stay out of work, so that happened in October. I didn't have a vacation until like I wouldn't have had a, I had no more vacation until the next academic year. Wow! So that's like eight months without like having a break from medicine, which like it's just not it's just not sustainable. Like I love medicine, I love my job, but I need I need breaks from it, and I didn't want to spend all of my like breaks like at one time so it just it got really really difficult it got really frustrating um because i think i started to be like i started to have like why me like you know like i was like i'm going into work to save people or like to help people why am i the one that gets like hit by a car and have to miss all this work and have to like deal with all of this trauma so um i think therapy was therapy is and was probably the best thing that I have done. And again, Logan is the one who pushed me to like, to like really like take it seriously. Like we have like, we have the same therapist. And so like when we lit, when we would like, when we're, when she was doing like in-person therapy sessions, like I would tag along to Logan sessions. And so like, it'd be the first like 30 ish minutes were like just about Logan. And then she'd be like, Oh, you can come in now. And we would like talk about us or talk about like, you know, just mostly talk about us. Um, and so I kind of just tagged along to those. Those were the like mainstay of my therapy sessions, was just tagging on Logan's therapy sessions. Um, but then we got, we ended up, you know, we ended, I, she was like, you need to see a therapist. Like it got to the point where it was like starting to affect our relationship because I was just like, would just like randomly get angry or randomly get really sad. And I mean, you know me, like I don't get angry. Like I don't like yell. I don't really get frustrated. Like a lot of the, most things I'm just like, I kind of just accept. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is fine. Like, I'll figure out a way to deal with this. And it's, and it's not, it's like not, a, like most things are not a big deal, but like everything was a big deal. Like yeah. until I started therapy, like I was just like, we get super angry at the dumbest things or just get super sad at like the drop of a hat. It was, it was bad. Um, yeah. So. I, um, I want to say it was like last year or something where um, maybe like, probably like last well for sure last fall but a couple times before that um and early this current year i was just starting to think of like uh like therapy and i started looking into like better help and uh mm-hmm. just just some things like that um and i talked to kelsey about it and she's like i mean are you okay do you feel like you need that and i was just there's a couple things i mean like i, I i've i've been feeling burnt out at work uh it it, go, it kind of goes in in stages at, at work like i get i just 
a lot of things go on and sometimes it's it can be just a lot mentally um right. mentally exhausting like sure i work from home but like you know i'm still dealing with stressful situations at work um or just the the pace or the the chaos like things can go from chill to unchill pretty quick at, at my job um as far as like hey we have emergency things that need to happen we have to find somebody this right now we have to get this we have to like get all these things taken care of and um it was a kind of a combination of that and then um in the back of my mind like outside of work you know like i was prepping for a wedding which isn't not mm-hmm. a negative thing right but it's just it's just more things that like all right I have, my mental capacity has to you know um handle that as yeah, well it's still, stress- it's still stressful yep and uh and then i think it was also kind of um just with losing my dad uh actually almost two years now um yeah kind, kind of with that so it was like a lot of things just kind of hitting me and i was like i wonder if therapy like i i know therapy would help i was just trying to kind of like weigh my options of um like when to do it or 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 you know kind of looking up like affordable options and and also trying to realize like look it, you can't really put a price tag on your mental health at the same time yeah so it's kind of like <laughs> plus i mean plus i listen to enough podcasts that like better help sponsors them so it's like hey better help you know code name blah 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 right. like get 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 50 bucks off your first two sessions i'm like okay that's cool um yeah no but i think i think you made a good point where like not a lot of um and it could just be like our generation but or older like not a lot of men think like oh i need therapy like i'm i'm supposed to be like this masculine doctor squatch yeah do cannon soap man and it's like like I'll, I'll handle my problems on my own which like i'm stubborn enough and and i still have that mindset sometimes or i just like pray a lot and just try to like kind of think about like a peaceful situation um mm-hmm. or a peaceful outcome and uh then other times and like you know maybe i should just need like i should probably look into therapy or or something because everyone i've talked to that's done it has said it's helped um yeah and and i'm not a friend of mine um they mentioned like either i should just take a bunch of like depression depression medication and do therapy or something and then me and my buddy were like yeah probably don't probably don't you know focus too much on the pills right now let's just let's just start small yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you know yeah. um but yeah dude it's it's good to hear that you're you're in a better headspace and and everything man i'm 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 happy you're around so i appreciate it i appreciate it man yeah I, it's it's taken me I like I joked about like I joked about the accident like very early on, but I think that was just like me trying to like not make it a big deal because like for the first couple months like people came up to me and were like oh are you the person that got hit by the car, and I was just like trying to play it off because like I was like okay I guess this is what, like what I'm going to be known for for the rest of my time here, um, but like deep down I was still like super like angry about it like super frustrated like super. I think Logan might still be mad at the guy that hit me. She still like <laughs> talks about sending, like still talks about like, sending him like animal poop. Like I guess that's a, that's a service you can do now. Like you technically have his address and stuff like that. I don't know how. Probably me like saying this makes it like sound like pre-planned. And so no, Logan no, just, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Nobody do anything. Logan, no one do anything. Logan, out there. Logan do nothing with with this. Um, but I think now, like almost two, like you're right, like almost two years out, I feel. 
I feel like this, like the accident doesn't define me. Like I felt very defined by my accident for the first like six months where I was like, I'm just, like, all I could see was like, I am the guy that hit my car. Cause that's what everyone like, that's what everyone was like referring to me as. And it's, it's taken me a while to just be like, okay, like I'm still Ellie. Yeah. Like I'm different, like I'm different. Like I'm probably not as like, I'm not as much of an extrovert as I used to be. I think my social battery tends to die a little bit quicker than it used to. Okay. Um, but I think in general, like I'm still this, like it just took me a long time to be like, you are still the same person. This thing just happened to happen. To, this event just happened to happen to you in your life. Yeah. It doesn't define, it doesn't define who you are as a person. It doesn't have to be like the thing. It's just an event. And it, it will it will soon be the same it will be the same thing as like i don't know when i felt when i like fell off my bike you know what i mean like it's it'll be at some point the same thing as like the same kind of impact as that like you fell off your bike once like you remember it cuz actually i remember falling off my bike cuz my dad pushed me down a hill and didn't tell me how to brake <laughs> and so i slammed into a tree didn't really fall off the bike i remember just like face going face first into a tree and i was like maybe teach me how to break next time yeah i think i remember my dad was holding the back of the seat when i was <laughs> when i was trying to bike without training wheels and it was one of those things where like oh i got this and i look back and he let go and as soon as i left i look back just biffed it so hard so not as <laughs> serious as your way of learning but uh <laughs> it's the same we're saying the same thing we're saying the same thing um Damn. Uh that's a that was a good story, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you sharing that. And uh yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where like tragedies shouldn't really define us. I mean, you know, a lot of things are out of our control. So it's just kind of how you react and overcome it. And there's no timetable on reacting and overcoming it. You just try to get along with your day. And honestly, it sounds like therapy is kind of like the best way to do stuff like that. So Oh yeah. Cause I mean I was expecting like I was like forcing myself to be better i was like you have to be better by like this date and like um christy my therapist was like no no no, that's not how this works like you have to understand that like there will be good days and there will be bad days and all you can do is just hope that the bad days don't happen as often or they don't last as long. yeah but you're still like you just you can't go in with an expectation that like you're never you're never gonna have another bad day like it's just, it's about like understanding that there's an ebb and flow to like your mental health. Like it's never always on the upswing. Dude, speaking of a bad day, have you been following Ocean Gate? Yeah, dude, they just, they just, they declared them dead. Yeah. That's yeah, this whole, like, honestly, this whole story has been mind blowing. And honestly, the most mind blowing thing for me was when Logan showed me a map of where the wreckage is. I was like, did you know that it was this close to, North it was that close, like the Titanic wreckage was that close to North America? So I did not. Um, so for, well, first of all, I didn't hear about this until yesterday. So now, really? now here, here's the thing. So typically when it comes to Kelsey and I, I'm sure I have more t phone screen time. Let's put it that way. Right. I'm on social media more. I'm scrolling and, and like seeing all these things that are trending um, or, or whatever. And, um, she brought it up to me yesterday and she's like, did you hear about like this whole like ocean gate thing? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because, because <laughs> I was like, well, well we were, we were in Minnesota. So 
Um, I, I wasn't really on my phone much out there. Um, mm-hmm. unless we were like when we were at the state park or when we were smoking all that pork butt and I was just sending like pictures and stuff, <laughs> but, but like I wasn't scrolling on, on social media that much when I was out there. And then also right. on Tuesday we drove back and that was like a 10 hour drive with traffic. So like I wasn't on my phone seeing anything. So, so I was right. off a couple of days. So she mentioned that to me and I'm like, Oh, that's so, that's so bizarre. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. And we were like on our way to. Uh, I think we were on our way to like the grocery store or something, but, um, mm-hmm. but as soon as she brought that up, I went to, actually I went to, uh, TikTok and I just typed in like the search and dude, it, it was everywhere. And I'm like, wait a second. So this is going on. And then today I saw the map and I had no idea the Titanic was that close to North America. Yeah, I had no idea. Because wasn't like, it like near Nova Scotia or something like that? Yeah, it was very it was like very close. Like very close to like Nova Scotia or like Newfoundland. I don't I am not good with Canadian land. I'm not good with geography in general. Although now that I think about it, I mean, when they, you know, had the rescue boats from Titanic once it sunk, it's not like it was going halfway across the ocean. So they had to have been pretty close to land. I've never seen the movie. You've never seen like one of the biggest movies of all time. So you want to, so here's another, here's another story for you. <laughs> so when did Titanic, Titanic came out like what? 1998 or something. I, I thought it was and like so, 2001 or 99. No, 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 no. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was like 1998 or something. 97. 97. So, so I'm what? Eight years old at this point. And so like, at this point, my parents trusted me enough to like let me be home by myself and not like I'd never, I've never had a babysitter. So, like, but eight years old was kind of when my parents were like, okay, like our son is not going to burn our apartment. Like, I didn't know or have any desire to like cook for myself. Like, we had like microwave meals, like whatever. Like, it was, it was fine. Like, and you had to get like buzzed in. So, there was no way for like anyone to really like break into our apartment. Um, and so they're like, oh, we're going to go see a movie. Like they probably mentioned that it was Titanic. But at eight years old, my only concept for like the length of movies is like a Disney movie. Right. So that's like 90 minutes. Tops. Like, 90 minutes tops. Yeah. A, a, a little somewhere between eight, like 70, 70 to 90 minutes, like yep. barely over, barely over an hour and a half. No one, they failed to mention that Titanic is like a four to five hour movie. And so they're gone. They leave at like six or whatever. I'm like, you know, at like eight o'clock rolls around and I'm like, Oh, like my parents should be back by nine o'clock rolls around. And I'm like, where the hell are my parents? Like I'm starting to like lose my mind and like freak out. Like I remember like what, I remember like bawling my eyes out because I didn't know where my parents were. And this was before cell phones. So like, there was no way for me to call them and be like, where are you? Like, I'm just like bawling my eyes. I legitimately thought my parents were dead because they were still watching Titanic. And so then like, I am not, not a, I'm not a religious person. Like I wasn't then. Mm -hmm. I'm not now. Um, But I remember like, just like praying to God. But like you're eight like, years old like, 
and you're like, I'm home alone right now. And I remember like, please, God, make sure my parents are okay. Like, I know you never talked before, but like, keep my parents safe. And then they just like stroll in at like 10, 10 30, like nothing is wrong. And I'm just like bawling my eyes out. So since then, I have never seen Titanic. It's and traumatizing. Part of it just, it's, I just I refuse to see it. Like I I know it's a, I know it's a fantastic movie. My mom had the four cassette tape like home version yeah, it was of a it. Four set. Yep. Four cassette. <laughs> so that so I like have never seen it. But I was like, how was it? This I just had no so I had no sense of like where where it where it sunk. Like I had no I had no sense of it from like any I had no like reference point for it. Yeah, I um. I remember, gosh, I remember when Flix showed it like a couple years ago, and I think they did an intermission because mm-hmm. it's a it's a haul of a film, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, it, no, it's um, a long movie. Let me see how long it is. It's just over three hours. Um, the cast is pretty remarkable, obviously, but like, oh yeah. I remember watching it. I think the first time it was, it was probably the VHS version. And as a kid, I was like, obviously interested in like one scene. Cause I was like a young boy. Oh, um, of course. When I watched it, <laughs> when I watched it, when I was older, I was like, Oh, this movie's pretty, it was shot. Really. It's like a beautiful film. Yeah. yeah. Um, also I heard this story. Okay. So uh, Bill Paxton, who's in the film, he mm-hmm. was in a submarine with James Cameron um, and they went down to the Titanic with the real Titanic. Okay. This was mm-hmm. right back in. Um, gosh, when was this? I thought it was before the movie, but since I saw the movie coming out in 97, I don't know how true this story is, but <laughs> I heard he went down and um he had lunch with James Cameron at like the dock of Titanic. And when he came up, all the crew people like the crewmen up there were in shock because that's when nine 11 happened. Can you imagine that just going down, no. seeing all this and then you come up and everyone is just scared out of their mind. Um, let's see. I have to pull this up. Yeah. So, okay. So James Cameron did go down to the Titanic on nine 11. That's nuts. 13,000 feet underwater. And then when he came up, that happened. Holy cow. That is so wild. Um, so anyways, yeah, good movie. Um, but Ocean Gate. What, what's wild is that in... When was 9-11? 2000... 2001. 2001? In 2001, we had submarine like we had vehicles capable of like driving down to see the titanic and in 2023 we're just dropping metal tubes in the ocean to hope that they get to the Titanic. well that was the thing with this story dude okay and first off like prayers and respect to like the families who were infected with that Mm -hmm. or affected with that because like that is terrifying um but when I heard this news yesterday, of course, the internet's going to win always. 
and all like the old videos showed up of like, here they are testing out the submarine where you see that there's an right. issue leaking here. Here they are signing this contract and and it looks like, oh, this isn't up to code. You should not do this, not do that. So it's like, okay, what are we doing here? And then it's, of course, the video game controller that controls the thing. And it's this tiny little area and the bathroom looks like a milk crate with a tube and the ticket is $250,000 to go on that thing. Yeah. Which look, seeing the real life Titanic is a once in a lifetime thing, but not $250,000. Not. And like, if I'm going to pay, I've been saying, if I'm going to pay $250,000, it needs to be a little bit more like luxurious than a metal tube where we're just like huddled together. You know what I mean? Like, you're like and you're not even really seeing the titanic because there's only that one window the rest of it you're just seeing by some like lo-fi camera pretty much yeah so like and it's also you pitch can black better. down there and it's probably they were saying in the stories or not in the stories they were saying in the news that it's probably like 30 degrees in that sub nope 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 no, no, you could not pay me it. Like you could not pay me to go down in those like conditions. Like, oh, man. W- like all the safety stuff, all the like safety inspections aside, like I'm not getting bolted into something. That's not happening. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm like, oh, okay. So even if we do like make it to the surface, if no one finds us, we're still dead. That's not a. That's not okay. Right, because they they can't open from the inside. They can't get out. Yeah, yeah, and that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Well, today I was like watching it live on YouTube, um, and they had like a former Navy uh, submariner on, and some of the there was like live tweeting. Some of the questions were like, "Why can't? Why would you not be able to open it from the inside?" And he said, "Well, honestly, even with the pressure down there, you couldn't open it. So it's like, why does it?" You know what I mean? Like the, with the pressure down in the ocean, like you wouldn't be able to open the door yeah, anyways. Yeah. But if I'm up on the surface, bro, I need a way out. Like, no. So like each of those people paid $250,000. So that yeah. means for over a million dollars, that is what you got. <sighs> Terrifying. It just, it's not, it's Terrifying. not worth it. No. I and would love- then. Like when they said what had happened, like that it imploded. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm just picturing that. Um, at that pressure, like, just that it was like quick because that sounds. Yeah, that, that feels that, that feels that, that feels so, a way better way to go than like the stories about like oh they have 40 hours left now they have 20 hours left. I was like I would not want to go out that like, way. Like we are like the world is watching people get. Like, like basically suffocate right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how is this? This is so bizarre. I mean, sure, there was a lot of like memes and people were like joking and stuff, which my thing was like, have a little remorse. Okay. Maybe that's like the older version of me saying that. But, um, but also it's like, dude, who like it, it was a stupid decision to do. I'm sorry. Um, I agree. So it's just, it's, there has to be a better. My big thing is like there has to be a better way to use your money. Yeah, like buy a ridiculous amount of shoes. 
you're so good at these segues. You know that you're so good. You're so good at these segues. <laughs> There's a method to this madness. There isn't. Um, but I mean, <laughs> can you imagine the amount of shoes you could buy? First off, for those who don't know, I have a pair of Jordan elevens. Uh, Twelve. Okay, so I have a pair of Jordan twelves from you, <laughs> and they are. Probably, I don't want to say my favorite shoes, but they might be one of my top favorite. They're one of my favorite Jordans that I own. I only own, um, technically, that's the only one I own of the original collection. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a couple other ones. I do have a pair, and I talked about this in uh, an episode with my buddy Thomas. I This was the last time I cried. Um, I wore a pair of these like zebra print Jordans. They're just mm -hmm. like they're they're Jordans, but like they were like the cool like funky print or whatever, and they're yeah, more yeah, like yeah. basketball shape. Yeah, and yeah. I have I have wider feet, so I went to the uh, the Golden Gloves in Indianapolis, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna look a, I'm gonna look a little you know cool. So I wore, I wore these shoes, and I hadn't worn them in years. Um, and a couple hours into the the fight, my feet started to kind of like go a little numb I'm like oh man my feet are just getting sore right no. uh and i'm like i just haven't worn them in a while that's all yeah, yeah so um i think a couple more hours after that we walked back to the car and it was over i drove back i was like man my feet just do not feel good so i took my shoes off and i just like sat back on my chair and just like just like sat there for a little bit and i was like so much relief however because they were a little more narrow and my feet were compressed the whole time. And you're a doctor, mm -hmm. so you get this. All the blood flow went back to my feet. So all my nerves were like yeah. reactivated. And what had happened was immense pain, large amount of foot cramping. And yeah. it was like normally when you get a cramp, you like have to turn your body a certain way. Well, mm -hmm. I would do that. And then I would get another cramp in like my calf or something. So I was... Um, from 10 30 to 1 a.m my feet were cramping oh god nonstop. now they were always at they were always at somewhat of a cramp pain but then there was yeah, a couple yeah. waves of like higher up and then back down to like a seven. Yeah, yeah um and i just remember i have a sit to stand desk so my desk was at standing height and i was on the floor like crying kind of like just whining like whatever and um I was looking was Kelsey my... here at all like yeah yeah so I was looking for my phone and I wanted to like text her and it was on my desk and I couldn't reach it oh no dude so I somehow get it and I text her and I'm like can you bring me water and a banana right like I, I don't know what else to do right yeah yeah yeah. Um, I was like I need some potassium and she came up and she thought I was joking because a lot of times I have like the humor um, just like I mess around or whatever, not so much cry wolf, but that's just what happens. And, <laughs> um, and I was just like, can I, just, I just need something right now. And I'm like, Ugh! like, I just kept screaming. Um, and I almost text my neighbors. I'm like, Hey, everything's fine over here. Um, my wife and I are good. I just am in pain for my feet. Like I was close to texting my neighbor that because I was like making some pretty serious, I was probably giving, um, like it sounded like I was giving birth. Okay. Um, and I know Kimberly's gonna hear this, and she's gonna like step on my face. Okay, but like you have no idea what giving birth is like. Well, it was around that time, 
so oh. so um so so kelsey came up and she gave me uh, a banana and some water and i was just still like in pain and then she went back down to sleep and then i had to like get myself to stand up and then walk and i was afraid because we moved downstairs i was afraid to go down the stairs and if i made it down there i could not come back up and mm-hmm. it was not until like one o'clock she gave me she ended up giving me some like advil or something at like midnight and that at least helped me go to sleep enough and then i woke up and my feet were just like sore from being cramped for so long yeah yeah so anyways um the jordans you got me are really nice and uh i only hope to grow my shoe brand or my shoe collection slowly and respectfully to my budget i'm also a big fan of vans so i think i, I don't know if vans fit me more for my style but. I mean, I think I I am I think no one should be like beholden to just like one style of shoe, like or just like one company. Like I know there are people that are like I'm I say this like predominantly being like a Nike slash Jordan person, like all of my workout most of my workout clothes is Nike, like the majority of my shoes are Nike or Jordan. Um but I much prefer to just like I much prefer to buy shoes that I just think look fun. Like mm-hmm. have cool colors and like just look cool and that just like fit my like aesthetic. So I mean, van versus night. Like I think you you just buy shoes that like you like, that regardless of like brand. That makes sense because I would go through that as well, where I would have like the funky shoe and then like the more like plain mm-hmm. clothes on top. But then sometimes I just got out of hand and I had just funky patterns everywhere. <laughs> um, but I, uh, um. Kelsey started to uh, she she at least explained that to me and that's a good suggestion to have like you can have a weird pattern shoe just don't have it clash with your outfit speaking of yeah. that I also um, last year went through a phase of jumpsuits I which, remember this yeah yeah how, um, how did Kelsey how did Kelsey feel about this how about this time in your life well so I ended up buying I bought two and then her sister in law. Uh, family for christmas they they bought me one so i have oh. i have three um my favorite one is of course the jungle tiger print it's a little loud um but it's very comfortable and it's stretchy well there you go well there you go so it's a win-win for me honestly <laughs> it's not a win for her but i'm already a win so it's fine when did you feel like you started to get interested in like shoes do you remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember like a time where you were just like, shoes are cool, and like I'm gonna like, some of like the decisions I make in terms of like what I wear are gonna be based around like the shoes that I pick. Um. So when I was uh in seventh grade, uh the T Mac T Mac two came out. Oh, that's a good one. Yep, it was the white with the blue stripes, right? That's a good one. And uh, and I I knew everyone. I I went to school in uh, East Side of St. Paul. Um. And uh, it it was kind of the popular shoe, and I ended up my my dad actually ended up giving him. Actually, my parents gave me that pair of shoe for Christmas, and at the time it was like a hundred bucks, which at that time, you which know, is you know, which is wild to think that that's like that was an expensive shoe. Well, in two thousand in that was in two thousand and one, um, when that when that shoe came out, yeah, and like a hundred bucks for a pair of shoes is like holy crap. Um, yeah, yeah dude now they're like 240 which is ridiculous but uh I so know. that so i ended up getting those and um 
I was such a white kid, dude. As soon as I put those shoes on, I like, like jog and like jump to touch something. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. Um, (laughs) And and I ended up like, I went to, it was after Christmas and like four other people had those shoes, but I had the white ones. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people had like the black, black ones with the blue stripes. And um, that might've been when it started. Uh, And as I got older, I started looking at other shoes. I started looking through uh, East Bay magazine. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and then when I moved north, there was a Nike outlet store next to our house. Oh, okay. Which was super dope because yeah. they had, um, they had your, your, your off collection Jordans were like, the, they were Jordan shoes, but they were like, you know, just, just a different version or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. And they had a bunch of lots of different Nike, obviously Nike. they had lots of different shoes. Um, and they were all like, I don't know, like 40 bucks or something like that. And at the time I was living at home. So my rent, I think was like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a, I had a pretty decent job at that time at that age. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get shoes. And then I started flipping them and selling them on eBay. Um, And I just kept buying some. And then after a while, I was like, I don't really need these shoes anymore. So um, it had to have started then. And then it kind of just chilled for a while until I, uh, I moved out to Indy and now it's just like whenever, I mean, if, if yeah. I, if I ever go to the mall, like I'll stop at the Vans store because mm-hmm. I like some simple casual shoes. Um, but dude, nowadays they're, they're so expensive, you know? No, um, I agree. They're, they're expensive and they're like the ones that you, like that you want are the ones that like everyone wants. And so they're just super hard to get. Yeah. Like all the exclusive drops. I get it. Yeah, like I want them but at the same time. Like I, I want ones that are a little different too, because that's just kind of like my personality. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably same same to you. It's like uh, I'll take the funky color pattern. You know, Travis Scotts or or like the Nikes, um, SBs instead of just like the all blacks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm you know? not a not an all white or an all black person. I don't think any of my shoes are all one. I don't think any of my shoes are all one color. I have one. Um, I have a pair of Vans, all black, and I wore them to uh, <laughs> uh, a wedding and a funeral because they're just like they're still kind of me, and they're yeah, all black, yeah. so like they kind of work. Uh, actually, my groomsmen at my wedding had the same thing. I was like, "Hey, it's somewhat still casual, so just wear like all black Vans." But yeah, I don't have all the same color. Yeah. So, what about you? Um, I think I think I always liked. I think I always liked shoes, but like growing up, like it was just never something I asked for outside of like, oh, I need, I need like running shoes for like practice or I need like, I if I, I shoes for just like a shoe sake were not, was not a thing in my family. Like the, if you asked, if I asked for shoes, they needed to be for some like utility, whether it was like, I need new tennis shoe, like I need new shoes to play, like play tennis or I need like shoes to like do dryland stuff at swim like after swim practice and stuff like that like mm-hmm. there was never just like casual shoes just to wear um but i think as i got like it really probably didn't start until um until medical school honestly probably like like the third and fourth year so like 2018 ish is probably when i really started to like get interested in shoes and i think it was just uh everyone wears like the same color scrubs like everyone wears yeah. like green surgical scrubs or everyone wears like gray scrubs or black scrubs or like dark blue scrubs. So like in that world, 
the only way that you could like, I felt like you could like be a little bit different and like have a little bit of personality was if you got different shoes. No, I get that. So like, so like it started, I think my first ever pair of Jordans were like the Jordans, like the infrared Jordan sixes. Like that was like my first ever Jordan shoe that I happened to like hit on. And then from then on, it's just kind of been the, it's just kind of been a, somewhat of a downward spiral if you ask logan especially now that i've like gotten money and like or i have a job that like pays like something of a something of a salary um where i will just like be on sneakers like like looking for what i want to what i hope to hope to get next and um it's just and now i'm like known as the person like i now i'm known as the person that like wears like jordans to work like even in like places where i could get them potentially dirty i'm like i'm I'm a big proponent of like wearing your wearing your shoes yeah you know what i mean like i'm not someone who like keeps them like in the box to never be worn ever again like i have no interest in like re- i have no interest in resale markets and i have no interest in like making that like a side hustle like i think if you buy shoes you should you should wear them because well then what do you what are you paying money for and so like i'll wear like jordans to the icu i'll wear jordans to like pretty much anything um i get that here i pulled up the uh Ooh. the jordan chart here so here we <laughs> go okay so i had um i bought the the 20s mm-hmm. um actually no so i had the 18s those were the ones with like the strap that goes over them and they were velvet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or were they suede or velvet? I think they were suede. Um, and they were cool. They were different. Um, they were like black, blue with like the suede. And that's when he was in Washington. So he had the black, blue colors. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was, I bought some on eBay too. And I was like, look, I understand it's like a used shoe. I can clean it. I'm not like yeah, super yeah. grossed out by it. So I had the 20s that had the weird ankle strap on there. <laughs> and the velcro that went over the laces um and then i want to say as far as like the original collection um mm-hmm. of the numbers that was probably oh no i had the um i had uh two pairs of the fives um i had i had like the olympic one that had number nine on it Ooh. and then um yeah, that was another one that was like an eBay. And I bought these other ones at Nike Outlet that were um they were a version of the five and they had it was black with yellow twill or yellow um thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and they had like the classic Jordan like lace tightener. Like that oh, plastic yeah, thing yeah, in front. Yeah. Um but those were like my those were like the only ones I really had. I didn't really buy too many of the other ones. Um I think like one day it'd be cool to be like, yeah, like I have, I really liked the seventeens, but then like, it'd be really cool to have like just a pair of like the classic ones, just like the original, but I don't even want to know what the price tag is on those things. I mean, they, they, I mean, they retro the, like the red and black ones, like every couple of years. So like you'll like, eventually like you'll ever, I think everyone eventually, if you like want a pair, like they'll, you'll, you'll be able to find one. They just, they yeah. really they Nike knows that that's like their most popular, um, like their most popular colorway. Dude, did uh, you see um, Air? 
no everyone keeps telling me i need to see that movie and i really i like i think everyone i think everyone tells me because they know like i love sneakers so much um and it looks really good like i'm always i've always been fascinated by like michael jordan be going from like you know a a, a really good bat like a one of the great the greatest basketball player of all time to like a global like like a brand yeah you know what yeah. i mean like that is like one of the most fascinating things that this is this is the man that pioneered like the player exclusive shoe and like the player like shoe line and so i've always like i do need to see that movie it's honestly a lot and i'm not spoiling it um it's it's very very good it has an awesome cast and it really displays um just the 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 impact that um his mom had on like the decision to go to Nike mm-hmm. and kind of like how, how much she's looking up for her son and the future of her son and the family and everything. And dude, Viola Davis crushes it. Um, ben Affleck was good. Matt Damon was good. Chris Tucker was hilarious. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. I need to, I need to, we, we, I need to check it out. I need to, it's I need on, to... I think it's on prime. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, I wrote you some. It's on Amazon. I think once we once we get back to indie, we'll probably like we'll probably sit down and watch it. Yeah. Did you you, you all saw Spider Man yesterday though, right? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna how ask you how'd, you. how'd y'all like it, dude? Okay, so the first Spider Verse was I loved it because the an, it was a new type of animation mm-hmm. with like the vibrant colors and and almost like this three D esque type of almost like clay animation not not really clay but like it was just different right yeah and and i knew going in this was going to have that but this was a step up in the animation i think the colors were more vibrant and i had a mixed feeling like the first 10 minutes because Mm -hmm. i was watching it and i just felt like they were almost trying too hard to change the the colors and the animation and like every time a camera would change to like a like if it if it was the same scene and the camera go back and forth to a character every other time it went to that person, it was a different color. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like, that's cool. But then I just felt like, was that just their goal to like, make sure it's different, different, different. Um, and once I got past that, dude, like it was such a good movie. The soundtrack was awesome as expected. Um, the action scenes were, well, I mean, it was an animation. So really they were just crazy. <laughs> um, and the i won't say too much spoilers because it just came out but like honestly the way that they they kind of had everything all like come together at the end um uh i thought i thought i thought it was it was pretty sweet it was funny of course like there's always gonna be some humor um and it was kind of cool to see i totally forgot that spots voice actor was uh I thought it was Ryan Reynolds. Who is it? Logan it, told me who it was. Oh, Jason's Jason Schwartzman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Jason Schwartzman. Um, but I liked the movie, man. It was it was super dope. Uh, I don't want to really say any spoilers, but what did you think of it? Um, so in like. That is my new like I'm a I'm, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero of all time. Like that, like from from like once I knew about superheroes, like Spider-Man was the one like that I I have loved and have so I've seen every single like 
all the Tobey Maguire, all the Andrew Garfield, of course, all the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, like watched every single Spider-Man like animated show that I could like <laughs> get, my, get my hands on. Um, this is probably by far my favorite Spider-Man movie, just like top, like top to bottom. Like I don't normally like once I see a movie, there's not there. Like, there have been very few times where I like want to see it immediately within the next like 48 hours. Mm-hmm. this movie I probably could have seen back to back, like in the same night and still like have loved it, like loved it even more the second time. Like I think the soundtrack was great. Like Logan and I, as soon as we got back from the movie, like we have Spotify on our Roku, we threw up on, we threw a Spotify up and just like played the soundtrack until we went to bed. It was dope. It's a dope soundtrack. Like it is a fantastic soundtrack. And then I think the animation is just fantastic. Like, my biggest thing is that every single Spider-Man is drawn like differently or like just animated to fit like the source material that it came from. Like so, the like, culture. Right. So like Spider-Pig is drawn differently than like <laughs> the 19, like the 1950 Spider-Man, which is drawn differently than like the video game Spider-Man. Yep. But none of it seems like out of place. You know what I mean? Like, none of it seems like they're all drawn differently, but they all seem to still fit within like this, like the animated universe. Like they all feel like yeah. very much like the animation feels very smooth. It feels very like everyone is drawn a little bit. Like, like I said, everyone is drawn a little bit differently, but they all like just fit and everything just seems to fit. And the story was, was, was incredible. Um, I, I apparently this was like a news that like, I don't know if it's a spoiler to say that, it's like a it's not a complete movie like i guess they announced it like back in like 2021 that this was going to be a, like, a part one part two or something yeah i, like they I saw that it. okay okay and i had no idea that that was what was going to happen so like that was that was also just like a shock to me because you know in this day and age every movie is like you know like i know like avengers and like infinity war like sort of ended on a cliffhanger but you still felt like a lot of stuff was like tied up neatly before the movie ended yeah um well once i knew it was a two like a two hour seven minute movie okay Mm -hmm. and um i was like all right we're approaching the two hour mark and i and i i sense that there is quite a bit that 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 is about to happen Mm -hmm. i just hope they don't like like rush into yeah, rush yeah. into like some type of conclusion. Um and uh yeah, I mean I think it's if I were to list the Spider-Man movies, which one I could watch the most um like repetitively. Yeah. I really liked the the first Spider-Verse. Yeah, um, no, no, that's like that's that one, that one is like way up there. And I'm not like a huge animation fan I, I mean i don't i don't dislike it but it's not like my first choice that's not the that's not the medium that you like gravitate towards right yeah i don't i don't i'm not really drawn to that but yeah, yeah. but when when that one came out i was like oh my gosh this is incredible i just remember and i did the same thing yesterday um and i think I, I did catch myself i'm just watching and like my jaw was i was i looked like eli manning dude i was like mouth breathing <laughs> most of the movie and i'm just like sitting there in awe because of even looking at how animation was like not even 10 years ago for how they did, how they did this one. It's just incredible to see 
yeah. the advancements. Um, but I would say this this was top three for me. Like looking back, I think the reason that um, No Way Home had such a pop was the nostalgia moment of seeing all the Spider-Man come together. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and of course, we saw it in theaters. And it was awesome, like like seeing Andrew Garfield and and Toby, um, all with Tom Holland. It was super cool. And that one had that one had a lot of emotion in that movie too. I think that one was the saddest, in my opinion, the saddest movie of of for sure of the Tom Hollands. Oh yeah, yeah, of the Tom Hollands, yeah, definitely the saddest. But I mean, Amazing Spider Man Two with Andrew Garfield was first off not a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. Um, but that one was really sad. That one was sad. I have, I have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Tobey Maguire ones, and just like the like campy ridiculousness of three. Dude, I was so excited for three because I was in high school, and I remember watching like the trailer every single day with my buddy, and I was like, I, and I love Venom. He's like one of my favorite yeah, villains yeah. in Marvel, and I was so excited to. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And then when I watched it, I was younger. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I look back. I'm like, when I watch it now, I'm just like, all right. Uh, You're like, who made these decisions to like. Who made these decisions? Yeah. It's still good. I mean, I'll watch all of them. The one I'll watch the least is probably uh, probably that one. (laughs) That one is probably the one. Spider-Man 3. Sorry, Toby. And Topher Grace and i like how whenever you name a celebrity you've named every other celebrity by their first and last name but you are in a you're on a first name basis with toby mcguire yeah toby yeah you're like sorry toby love you toby <laughs> like, everyone else like oh it's <laughs> holland andrew garfield for grace but you're like <laughs> me and toby we're boys yeah tobes toby toby um all right i'm gonna circle back and i want to end with a little fun segment okay yeah all right so in this day and age, everyone is like super into like what's going to get trending on TikTok or Instagram or social media doing stupid pranks. OK, like harmful, mm-hmm. harmful to the body, let's say. OK, probably not like a wise decision, not okay. thinking about yeah. any any aftermath of what could happen. So I'm just going to go down a list of a couple here and I want you to give your professional opinion on what this does to the human body. Okay. Okay. Why is chugging a gallon of milk dangerous? That is a, I think so. I I mean, not something they teach you in not something they teach you in medical school. I imagine your body just can't handle all that lactose. Like you only have so much like ability to to to, to like tolerate and dissolve all that lactose. So like your body just can't handle all that. And plus it's a giant volume of like liquid to take in all at once. I mean, I don't think you can chug any amount of liquid. Like it doesn't. I don't think it has to be milk. I don't think you can chug any amount of liquid that quickly. Okay, because I remember there was that challenge going around like a while ago. Oh yeah, who yeah, can, yeah. Who can ch- like chug it within like ten minutes or something like that? No, that sounds that sounds terrible. Who likes milk? No, I don't think anyone likes milk that much. I don't even like milk. Yeah, me neither. I don't. Okay. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. Actually, I'm like thinking of throwing up. Actually, just. So in in for my high school for our swim team, it used to be a tradition that you had to like three people had to race to chug a bottle of maple syrup. 
I mean, I've seen that on Super Troopers, so it's real. No, no, no. So I'm but like, it's real, but like, <laughs> that's where they got the inspiration from it. But it's like awful. Like, it's so gross. Like, I don't know how anyone does it. Like, I vom- like I almost had to gag. I gagged watching people do it. Just like chugging a bottle of syrup. Maybe that's just me. Could you do it? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, one of the uh, wedding gifts we got was uh, these farmers in Minnesota gave us uh, like homemade maple syrup, which homemade mm-hmm. maple syrup is a little more like thinner and and, and watery textured. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would try it. No, 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 not especially not with like homemade maple syrup. Like, oh man, that just my stomach is just bubbling thinking of that. Right? Okay, next one, next one. Here we go. Um, here's a popular one: the Tide Pod challenge. Eating a Tide Pod. Tell us why we shouldn't do that. Because there's chemicals, dum dums. Don't eat. Don't eat detergent. There I don't know go. what it does to you. You'll probably accidentally inhale it. It'll go in your lungs and it'll mess up with all your, it'll mess up with your lungs and give you pneumonia and, and like inflammation of your lungs. So don't do it. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's a good next one I have is I actually saw this today. Um, people are doing this like prank or they just think it's funny to do jumping in a pool of liquid tar. Why are people doing this? I don't know. Are they finding pools of tar. Well, I think the guy had a Russian accent, so that kind of explains it. Um, there's, there's some wild people in this world. Okay. I will stand by that comment. Um, um I mean, just, if you sink into the tar, you probably like swallow tar. So just don't do it. People just don't do things for TikTok. Like, okay. Just, <laughs> all right. Here's, dude, here's, here's a little more mild one. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming this is a chemical reaction, ice and salt on your skin. Does it almost do like the dry ice? type of combination so yes so ice or salt on ice lowers the like i think it creates like a like a like a thermodynamic reaction so it's actually like creating a whole bunch of heat okay and so like so like you're i'm pretty sure like if i'm remembering my science correctly like you're gonna get kind of like a like a chemical like a like a kind of like a like a like a chemical burn Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So it almost kind of like dry ice. Yeah. Oh, so salt reduces the temperature of the ice to 1.4 degrees Fahrenheit, which is cold enough to cause frostbite and second degree burns. Dude, I saw a video today of a guy who, I hope it was a prank. All of his fingers were frostbit and they looked like practically black. And he was just tapping his fingers on the desk and it just sounded like like a wood oh. dowel. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting, actually. No. Um, <laughs> in fact, someone made a joke and commented, um, these blackout tattoos are getting out of hand. Ha ha ha. Okay, <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Last one. I saw a video. I don't know if it's true. And if it does, that guy's probably dead right now. Sorry if you're listening. Um, he ate Mentos and chugged Pepsi. And I saw his stomach start to kind of bubble up. So what I remember from a science perspective is that like, I think the Mentos reduces the surface tension of the, like of the Pepsi. And so it creates like, it's like easier to just create that reaction where like, it just like fizzes and like explodes. And so like, 
if you do that inside your body is going to come out one way and probably the other way as well. And no one needs, no one needs that in their life. Yeah. That sounds painful. It's just a big old colon. It's just a big old colon cleanse. Oh, so like if you're trying to like, you know, basically cleanse your body, you should do it. Is that what you're telling me, doctor? No, I'm not telling you that. Don't <laughs> don't put that to my name. People I will like, not. Oh, the doctor said this doctor on 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 my friend's podcast said I could just drink Diet Pepsi and Mentos and I'd be fine. I would just clean my colon. Oh um, gosh, oh, you can't trap me like that. No, I won't trap you, man. We have a friendship. I care about you. Oh, I was. I forgot. I forgot. I meant to ask you. How did your How did your fantasy teams do? They, I haven't done fantasy in a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Just because, like, not like there's not time to like. Well, pay it's been. To it. It's kind of been like last year. I I just got caught up with like wedding planning and stuff, and then mm-hmm. um, I tell myself every year I need to watch more football, and I have been. I I will die on this hill. All right. I've been fortunate enough to marry into a Cincinnati Bengals fam. Like like her family okay. is they have season tickets, okay? Now, oh, I wow. feel I have a little bit of leeway be like, yeah, I I I can cheer for them. Now, I don't have a favorite team. I will make that clear. Um I'm from Minnesota. I I like the Vikings, but I'm, I I don't want to be called I don't call myself a Viking fan because there's a there's a few people who are very respectful respected diehard Vikings fans and I'm not at the same caliber as them. So it's like, I don't want to like give myself the same title. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Indianapolis. So like the Colts I'm around them the most, so I can kind of like follow them and see how they are. But um, I'm fortunate right enough. I'm fortunate enough to marry into a Cincinnati Bengals family. Um, now that doesn't mean if her family was, let's say for example, if her family were Green Bay Packers fans, I would not be associated. First off, I probably wouldn't be associated with that family in the first place. Um, but uh, like I said, I've lucked out. Uh, I married into a pretty cool family. So um, I will be, my goal is to go to a couple Bengals games this year, actually. So, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to watch, I'm definitely trying to watch more football. Um, otherwise, I just had to sit at the house and have the crock pot on and watch some games or maybe go to, um, uh, Robin Andrews or something, and just be lazy and watch football. I mean, I I love the Colts. Like the Colts are probably like the that was the team that kind of introduced me to sports. Because before I think we moved to Indiana, I was like, oh yeah, like sports are a thing. But I had like no rooting interest in any sports. Yeah. Um, and then we came here, and like I think my dad and I bonded over watching a Colts game, and from that moment on, like just have loved perfect. Like I've loved all versions of sports professional or like college love the Colts till like till the day I die. Probably like we'll be a, we'll be a giant Colts fan. Um, weirdly enough, I'm a Miami heat fan and I have to, I have to like preface it every single time by saying before LeBron got okay, to the Miami. See, I respect like, that. I respect you a lot um, for that. Cause, cause Dwayne Wade is my, is my favorite player of all time. Like, I watched him in college when he took Marquette to the to like the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Dude, I have a D Wade Marquette jersey. Do you really? Yeah, I thought I, I feel like I've you've seen it. Maybe not. But yeah, so like I like watching Dwayne Wade, I was like, whatever team that dude goes to will be a fan for life. And like 
went to the Miami Heat, like lucky enough to watch him win a championship with Shaq, lucky enough to watch him win more more championships with LeBron. Um I tend to erase those Chicago that Chicago Bulls year and that and the the Cleveland Cavalier year. Yeah. Uh, but like so he will be like like Wade County and again like will always be a Miami Heat fan so was was bummed to see them lose in the finals this year. See, he was D-Wade was my favorite of that draft class cuz he got drafted with LeBron and Chris Bosh and Mello, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, insane draft class. Um but he he was my favorite of those four. Um, and I don't know if it was just because his style early on, like I liked the score slash, you know, high intensity, um, yeah, style of play. And then, um, when he averaged like damn near 40 points a game in, was it Oh five or Oh six when they won with Shaq? It was Oh six. I want to yeah. say, I want to say Oh six. <clears throat> and he was just balling out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's one of, uh, he's one of my favorite players. Um, basketball wise for me, dude, like I, I grew up, I, I grew up in, you know, Minnesota and the Timberwolves were pretty much everything. So you had KG and Wally Zerbiak for the longest time. And then it was 2003 where you had, um, Latrell Sprewell, Latrell, I choked my coach Sprewell and, uh, Sam Cassell and Troy Hudson and their team was just more stacked. And that's when they went to the Western conference finals. And lost to, gosh, the Lakers had like Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Robert Ory that year, and and Kobe, of course. Yeah. Um, and they were just they were a tough team to beat. Um, but then after that, that's of course you know when Minnesota when Minnesota kind of dismantled and like KG went to Boston in oh six, I think oh six. Um, um, <clears throat> and then being out here in Indiana, man, like it's. It's definitely Pacers territory. One thing I did notice about moving out here, though, is like college sports are everything. Out oh, here. yeah. Because yeah. if you look around, dude, you got IU, Purdue, Butler, Notre Dame. Um, and like college basketball here is what like hockey's like in Minnesota. Hockey is just the sport. Um, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah. Especially college up there. There's a bunch of D1 colleges up there for hockey. And it's like that here, but Minnesota. So it's a pretty good sports state. Um. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I like living here. It's pretty chill. I miss Minnesota, of course. I miss my family, but I like living here. But it's it's. I mean, how far is the drive from here from Indiana to Minnesota? Ten hours, you said. Um, to my parents' house, it's about nine and a half. Okay. Um, now on the way there, I hit a time change, so I technically like you gain an hour. Gain right? an hour, and then on the way back, I I lose an hour. Yeah. So way back kind of sucks. The way there is cool. I mean, if I leave here at like, let's say four o'clock in the morning, I'll be at my parents' house by like noon. Which yeah. Is, which is pretty nice, you know. Um, and of course, it's just, I mean, they're, they're definitely different states. Like weather's different. Wilderness is different. There's like a lake every two miles in Minnesota here. There's like maybe like three lakes within like a hundred mile radius. So. It's, it's different. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I enjoy it. I got some good people out here. Well, if you ever want to come visit in Virginia, man, you come come through. I do, actually. Um, I haven't been out there. Uh, I'm sure you guys got cool things besides a Costco out there. 
I mean, I don't know. Costco, Costco is Costco is Costco, but I mean, we're two hours from DC. We're like an hour from Virginia beach, like two hours from like North Carolina. Like we're a pretty, like, I think we're a pretty centrally located city. That's good to do too. Like if you're not like here in Indianapolis, what are we like three hours from Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Four hours from Nashville. I'm like two and a half from Cincy. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, yeah. Being in the central area is like pretty nice, but it sounds like you guys got that out there. Well, um, well, I'm also, again, I meant to congrats, congratulate you on, on you and Kelsey's wedding. Oh yeah. That was the last time I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, was, and we were, we were going, th- we were going through, a, we were going through a rough time at that point. I don't know. I don't know if we, I don't know if we told you, um, but like that's when like peaches was sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So like my head, like I don't, I don't know about Logan's, but like my head was like not entirely at your wedding, which I I felt really bad about. Um. So that's also probably why like I didn't really like dance very much until <laughs> until WAP came on and you were like you're like you're doing this and I was like yeah I I probably should. Would it honestly first off like you were not a downer at all like we loved having you guys there and it was. It was great. We loved we loved having everybody there. Um, and if that was like the first time I've seen you in like a while because of how you know busy work is and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. But I just pictured it as that one time where um, like the whole the dance is going on forever. And there's that one guy just on the side, just kind of like doing like a little like head nod or like a, a thigh slap. And then he's just yeah. preparing for the moment. And then the moment comes on and you just just do your thing for like a minute and a half and then just disappear. Like you go out for that short time. <laughs> own the dance floor for the night and you're like all right i'm good i'm out i'll see you later <laughs> honestly i think i think i think wap is probably like the quint like for me is like a quintessential like wedding dance like as much as like cha-cha slide and like cupid shuffle are like part of it like the wap is just like a it's just a banger song it's a banger song and on top of that like i didn't know the dance obviously you did have a video oh, i love that. I, I love that i dance. will post i will post that video um we actually we have um uh who is it? it was oh, i'm sorry we had a wedding a month ago and it was my friend who was a manager at the garage mm-hmm. and um he's from uh, africa so i've never been to i haven't been to a wedding of, of a different culture before yeah, and yeah. bro that dance floor and the music and the vibe and everyone just getting together. It was, it was a beautiful thing to see. And then we have two more weddings this year. Um, one of them is actually uh, at Purdue. And uh, oh, wow. the other one is um, in Cleveland. That's in October. So I will request WAP at both those songs. The only thing that makes both those hard. weddings. <laughs> the only thing that makes it hard is now like, cause the, there's also WAP by like Cardi B. So a little different, very, little different song. So you have to be very, very careful that they know which one you're talking about. Yeah, because you put the uh, you put the artist name in there when we did the RSVPs. I actually had that song on my in the groomsman room uh, while we were getting ready because I had a Bluetooth speaker. I was like, let's just okay. let's just play this for a little bit. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dude. It is a that's a song I like run like I work out to like. That is, I got introduced to that song like junior year of college, and since then I haven't looked back. Like I tell you, like I play that song as much as possible. 
It's a good song. Oh, last question. Yep. How fake are Dr. TV shows and Dr. Movies? <laughs> I mean, they are incredibly, like, incredibly just, like, unrealistic. I wish... I wish movies and TV shows just like like some some TV shows and movies just look like they've never they never even spoke to a doctor about like what things should look like like Logan that's what Logan and I do sometimes is just like we'll get on Instagram or Facebook and just like watch like doctor like clips of doctor TV shows and I'll just be like yeah that's wrong you would never <laughs> do that why would why are they doing that like like the entire concept of Grey's Anatomy makes no sense I apologize to all the Grey's Anatomy lovers out there. But the fact that this group of surgeons is like doing non-surgical things makes no sense at all. Because like in my hospital, the surgeons do nothing like they ask like the medicine people for help on their surgical patients because they don't want to do the met like all the non-surgical things. Yeah. So like when shows are like, oh, like this surgeon like diagnosed this like rare medical disease. I was like, no surgeon would do that. Like no <laughs> surgeon would do that. So like, that's like, that's usually the part is just like, I get it. Like surgery is like very glamorous. Like you're cutting people open. You're like, there's always like a timer and like, you have to like find the thing in like 20 seconds or less or whatever. Like I get that that are the glamorous part of it, but it's just like, you need to like, just be a little bit more realistic. And actually like Scrubs is the most realistic medical show. Oh, nice ever like even the like american academy of like medical professionals or whatever the association is called literally said was like scrubs is the most medically accurate show that we have like seen so you like, heard it here folks you heard it sorry Grey's anatomy fans i know of quite a few my wife being one of them i just i've never watched it like I've, i walk by and she has it on and i think it's because of the fact that there's like 35 seasons or something like yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. look it just shows that anything could happen. But I know there's a story to it. Like there's yeah, an yeah. ongoing story of like, you know, some of the 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 the, the characters and whatnot. So I think I mean I think everyone like Scrubs is a great show. I think everyone should watch it, not just like for the like medical, like because like they drop like legitimate like medical knowledge during the show. Yeah. But it's also just like a very like I've rewatched this show since being a doctor and I'm like, yeah, that is like pretty accurate to like my life currently, to like currently what my life is <laughs> like. It's just like bizarre to like see a show that like so accurately reflects like what you are currently doing. Well, look, dude, I am uh, very excited for you and your future. And uh, it's inspiring to see all the work that you've put in, uh, not to be too sappy, but um, no, I really appreciate you. So, um, where can everybody follow your surgical procedures and um, <laughs> all your advice on medical health? Um, so let's see. What is my so everyone can follow me on Instagram at pikachen one, p i k a c h e n, and then the number one. Um, I think that's also my Twitter handle. Let me check really, really quick. Um, do do do. What is my Twitter? Yeah, that's also my Twitter handle. So clearly, I'm the first person to come up with. Pikachen one. Um, I'm also debating starting like a like a, a separate account where I hope to get sponsored by like by like figs and like other companies and just it, it'll just be more like like in the life of like being in the PICU. 
So if anyone is interested, like I would try to get that set up and y'all can kind of follow along as I learn how to take care of really, really sick kids because I think it's fun. Yeah. Not fun. That's a that's a it's a bad way to say it. that's a bad way to say it, but like <laughs> that's something I really enjoy. Um and I just I, I think I think it's rewarding to like save really sick kids and like see them leave the hospital. Like I think it's just very rewarding and very like soul gratifying. It is, man. Yeah, that that's uh that's a beautiful thing. Well, hey dude, thank you so much. Appreciate our friendship. And um also this episode was so much better than Logan's. So uh <laughs> We'll have to do a we'll have to do like a joint like joint 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 one because I think the full the full Logan Elliott experience only comes when we start to like bicker with each other. Yeah, and I think that's probably what's gonna happen um with Kelsey's episode. I record with her um uh next week. Oh yeah, how are you gonna do that? Because you have to be like somewhat like the like podcast host, but also like she's your wife. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I I don't really put on like a persona too much when I'm when I'm doing these things. But um, it I told her, I said, hey, I'm just going to put out like a questionnaire so people can chime in. We can like talk about stuff. And her response was, oh, so you don't find me interesting and we can't talk for that long. I'm like, <laughs> this is exactly why I need to click record on our life. So everybody, I will put a questionnaire out. Um send an email also thank you for all the support likes and shares um but yeah for that episode with my wife it's probably gonna get um pretty fun pretty fun yeah, yeah dude. i mean so. this this is great like all we listen to logan i've listened to multiple episodes like you do a fantastic job you, you pick you pick you pick great guests like this is a this is a good podcast like this is definitely one that's in road like i think i follow like 20 different podcasts like on spotify yeah this is one of them that's like definitely like a weekly rotation thanks man yeah it's uh it's all been people i've met through the years so um i have um i think two um people who i've one person i've never met before he actually reached out to me uh he oh. lives on a sailboat so i think that'll be a oh. fun one yeah. um and then i have uh Man, the episode after you, I uh, have this guy who I've probably had a conversation with in person for a total of like three minutes. Uh, he's a professional <laughs> musician, and I've met him through being in a band. Um, his episode comes out right after yours. Um, yeah, and then I'll I'll do a couple like special ones too with like if uh, like a new movie's coming out, I'll have some movie people like Mitch. Mitch was just on. Mitch was, was a lot good. of fun. His was good. My buddy Josiah is a huge movie guy, so. Um, him and I'll connect on movies coming out um, or like a boxing fight coming up. I have some people, but no, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. You guys are always liking and sharing. So um, it's been fun and it's only been like three months. So I mean, you've been doing, you've been doing a good, great job. Keep it up. And Dr. Squatch sponsor this podcast, sponsor this man. Cause sponsors <laughs> he needs, he'll, he'll do, he'll do voiceovers. He'll use that. soap. like sponsor this man, sponsor this man. You heard it here. All right, dude. All right, man. I'll see you soon. Yeah.